Greetings, fellow nerds and geeks. Why don't you pull yourself up a chair, grab yourself a beverage, and prepare to enjoy a geek-tastic conversation. Welcome to the Geek Easy. Welcome back to the Geek Easy Podcast. This is episode number 77 for February 19th, 2020. I am Pixel Dan, and I am, of course, joined by my good friends, Mr. Jonathan Leonard. Hey, hey. And Jaron McCaffrey. What's up? What's going on, guys? Uh, I always feel really bad that I don't really have anything to say to what's going on. Okay. Guys. All right. So um, I mean, guys- I don't have so- I don't have something again this time. I didn't like come up with something. Oh, but, all right. That's but every fair. time you're like, what's going on? And I'm like... Nothing. Same old. I'm so bad at podcasting. What is wrong with me? What is this? My only job. I have one job to have interesting things to say. Yeah. The trick. The trick is. The trick is. Say whatever's there and keep a straight face. Sounds like. Can you believe it's February nineteenth already? Man, man, that's a thing. It's almost March. Before we know it, it's gonna. Boy, it it flies, right, guys? That's true. So movies. John's good at podcasting. <laughs> that was the most beautiful segue I've ever heard in the history of podcasting. We've yeah. actually got a lot of exciting things that we're going to talk about today. We've uh, w- The three of us are surprisingly all caught up on some new movie releases, so we're actually going to do some timely movie discussions, which is awesome. We haven't had a chance to do that in a while, I don't feel like. Nope. We were spot um, on with our Star Wars review. <laughs> we were very on time. Very on time. I don't know. I feel like us having distance between ourselves and the release of that movie was beneficial for our conversation. Yeah. Um, see that. Yeah. So I hey, think whatever I th- makes our I show sound it, better. I think it went well. I think it went well. But I'm excited to talk about the movies that we're going to discuss today. Uh, of course, we've also got a few other big announcements. We're going to talk about Batman a little bit. But the first thing I want to talk about is one of the most exciting things for me because I was totally geeking out about it the other day is that we got the reveal of the cast list for the Netflix-exclusive Masters of the Universe Revelation series. This is, of course, the uh, anime-style series that Kevin Smith is heading up. This is more of the... This is one of two animated series that Netflix is doing for Masters, but this is the more um, fan-driven show. The other one's going to be like a new one for kids, and then apparently there's going to be a movie, too. So there's a lot of Netflix He-Man going on, which is real cool. going to be Rise of the He-Man. Rise of the He-Mans. <laughs> happening on netflix um so yeah this cast list came out and man i was just i was just blown away by it so let's run through this real quick and then we will discuss it uh cast list is as follows mark hamill as skeletor you can just just stop there right (laughs) we got lena hetty as evil lynn chris wood as prince adam and he-man sarah michelle geller as tila liam cunningham as man at arms uh, Steven Root as Cringer, Diedrich Bader, I think that's how you say his last name, right? So. Yeah, as King Randor and Trapjaw. Uh, Griffin Newman as Orko, Tiffany Smith as Andra, Henry Rollins as Triclops, Alan Oppenheimer as Mossman, Susan Eisenberg as the Sorceress, Alicia Silverstone as Queen Marlena, Justin Long as Roboto, Jason Mewes as Stinkor. <laughs> Uh, Phil Lamar as Hero, Tony Todd as Scareglow, uh, Cree Summer as uh, the Priestess. I don't know who this is yet. Um, 
Kevin Michael Richardson as Beast Man, Kevin Conroy as Merman, and Harley Quinn Smith as Alina. Um, so that's a pretty stellar cast list. Like yeah. there are a lot of big names on there, a lot of good voice actor names on there. Um, I mean, like you just said at the very beginning, Mark Hamill as Skeletor. Holy cow, dude! I am all in on that. <laughs> all in. You have no idea. Um, and I know I've seen a little bit of discussion already. Um, Alan Oppenheimer is also on the cast list, which if you guys are not aware, that's the original voice of Skeletor. Oh, okay. So he did Skeletor, he did Man at Arms, he did Cringer Battle Cat, and various other roles yeah. in the original series. Because in the filmation shows, it was literally like five voice actors that basically yep. did everybody. Yeah. Um, but Alan Oppenheimer was Skeletor, and he's the guy that gave Skeletor the iconic voice nice. that everybody has emulated since. Um, so I've seen a little bit of discussion not, of not Frank Langella. Well, except Frank Langella went a whole different direction, <laughs> but it's awesome. I love Langella Skeletor. I love it. Um, I've seen a little bit of discussion of people wondering why Oppenheimer is on the cast list, but not being a Skeletor. But I, I feel personally, I am totally cool with the route they're taking. I mean, it's a new series yeah. and I think it's cool that they gave Oppenheimer a place on the cast list. He's going to yeah. be Moss man. That should be fun. Um, and he, man, also, he also might not have wanted, you know, we never yeah, know. He may not have sure. wanted it. He, and yeah. you don't know. He's quite a bit older yeah, now. Say, capability yeah. wise, maybe yeah. he might be able to give it runs, but not do an entire series. Sure, Who knows? Right. There's a sure. ton of reasons that Absolutely. could have gone into it. Yeah. I, so personally, I don't see any like uh, ill will or anything like that. I don't feel like he got yeah. snubbed for yeah. that role by any means. Uh, and if he were super mad um, about it, he probably wouldn't be Moss He Man, wouldn't be so. on the cast list. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And I think Hamill is, man, if you were to name a, a voice actor that could play some but he is iconic yeah. as Skeletor. I mean, yeah. come on. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I know he's iconic as the Joker already, but man, tweak that a little bit. Give yeah. us a good Skeletor cackle. Hamill's got that, dude. I'm all. I'm excited. I can't wait to see it. Like if I were known my entire life for like one thing the, uh, overall, yeah. And someday somebody came up to me and was like, "Hey, that thing you do, Mark Hamill's going to do it now." Yeah, I'd probably go, "Yeah, all right." Yeah, you know. <laughs> he was also Falcor in Neverending Story. That's, really? That's Alan Oppenheimer. Yeah, we too. just watched that not long ago. Yeah, with the kids. that's that's, that's him funny. too. Uh, I just uh, when I. When I was watching She-Ra and I got to that Gina Davis episode, well, the first one, because she's in a bunch. Oh, in the, in the new She-Ra. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't know that she was going to be in that show. And then I was watching it. And I'm like, man, that sounds way too much like Gina Davis to not be Gina Davis. And I got super <laughs> excited that she was in it. Yeah. And when I read this list, I felt like this was a list of Gina Davises. Mm. You know? I like, mean, yeah. when I saw <laughs> I this that. list, that was that was kind of the first thing I thought of. Like, I, So, like, Kevin Smith really did a good job of hyping this up at PowerCon. Like, being there... The energy was pretty amazing. Like everybody was real excited and and like the buzz was really good and there's just that whole feeling of wow, we're getting a new He-Man show and it feels like they're treating it seriously, so this might be something special. Um but then you know that you never know. You never yeah. know for sure. But I feel like once I read this cast list, it kind of solidified a little bit that they are treating this pretty seriously by giving it the cast that they gave it. So it, it just kind of like doubled down my excitement for what we might be seeing out of this show. Mm -hmm. um, and I know that that's risky because I know that it's very easy to get disappointed by stuff like this, but I don't know. Like this, this is, I, I'm real. Some of these choices are awesome. Like Sarah Michelle Geller is Tila. Yeah, Buffy, man. Buffy. Buffy is Tila. I know. I know. It's awesome. Remember she was April once too. I that know. Cool. It and awesome. it was awesome. It was awesome. Yeah. I know. The much underrated TMNT movie that nobody talks yep. about, but is real good. It's my, it's my second favorite TMNT movie. It, I could yeah. totally back that. Yeah. It's yeah, absolutely. Uh, Lena Hetty as Evil Lynn is pretty awesome. Yep. Cersei. For your Game of Thrones fans out there, I feel like that fits really well. 
Um, I just don't feel like she has a super distinctive voice. Mm-hmm. Um, is my only complaint. I mean, she's fine. I like Lena Headey just fine. Um, sure. And I mean, she's she was a Sarah Connor that I really liked, and uh-huh. I liked her. You know, when when they were doing stuff with her on Game of Thrones, yeah, um, I liked her. Um, but like when I think about her voice, I'm just like, I mean. Yeah. Well, she's, who knows what I mean, she's going mean, to sound like, too, though. You yeah, know? exactly. Yeah, yeah Like, Mark sure. Hamill's not going to sound like Mark Hamill. So. Right, yeah, for sure. Um, I was, but you don't usually, you know, you don't hear a lot of, like, the women voices go real cartoony over the top. That'd be awesome if she did. Yeah. I'd, I'd, like, I'd, depend, I'd be yeah. interested in something like exactly, that. Exactly, yeah. I mean, it all but, depends on the character and how, yeah. they're, how they're taking it and everything, For too. sure, for sure. Uh, some of the other things I was really excited about on here were just some of the names that are on this list. Now there are some, there's some kind of deep cuts on here, like uh, Eilina. Harley Quinn Smith is playing Eilina, so she was like a one-shot character in the filmation cartoon that was like an old friend of Tila's that showed up for one episode. Mm. So I could totally see that being a bit part in this, but it's neat that they're going back to like filmation lore like that and like kind of bringing in some of these smaller bit part characters. I was specifically excited to see characters on this list like Scareglow and Hero, because we've never seen those two characters in animation before. Uh, Scareglow, of course, is uh, he was only in the original toy line, but he's kind of one of the more uh, memorable characters from the original toy yeah, line. He was a really cool toy. He was a skeleton that glows in the yeah. dark and has a purple cape. I mean, he's yep. just a cool-looking character. The perfect uh, combination. Tony Todd's doing the voice of him. If you're not familiar with Tony Todd, he is Candyman in the Candyman movies. Oh, yeah. He's also done a lot of voice work. He was the voice of Zoom in the Flash series. Yep. Yep. Um, so he's got that very kind of like creepy voice, super... good voice vibe. Yeah. And I think he's going to be well, awesome was, for yeah. a character like Scareglow. Yep. He was. He was. Uh, he showed up in um, Final Destinations too. Oh yeah. Ooh, that's yeah. one. That's one we got to do for the freak. Hey, there you go. Yeah. Um, and then Hero, of course, uh, Phil Lamar's doing Hero, and of course, Phil Lamar does a ton of voice work. Uh, but Hero's kind of one of those characters that's like. Um, He's almost like an ancestor type character to He-Man. He's like uh, kind of one of those sources of the power of Grayskull. So I would imagine we're going to get some sort of flashback or something like that. But that's something they've never dove into before in the cartoons. So I'm kind of excited to see even that the newer too. ones. Even the really? newer ones, they've never really touched on Hero. I've never so seen any of the newer ones. In the so I don't know. well, in the 2002 series, which was a very good series, they kind of changed the hero character into somebody else entirely called King Grayskull. And King Grayskull was the source of the power, and he was like He-Man's ancestor. Mm. But basically, they just rewrote the hero character into this new character. And then since that has happened, like in modern times, now they've like rewritten history to say that they both exist, and they're both kind of like together so I don't know, you know, yeah. it's they've they've done that thing where they've rewrote it to make a reason why they both exist. Because yeah, right. um, hero was if we're going back to the original toy lines, when the original Masters toy line was ending in 87, the plan was for a spin-off toy line called The Powers of Grayskull, which was supposed to be set before the times of He-Man, and the main character in that toy line was Hero. Mm-hmm. And that line never took off. Like they got as far as like setting up the story. They released they released a couple of the like the the three dinosaurs that got released in the He Man toy line. Bionotops and Tyrannosaurus and Turbodactyl were actually part of this hero toy line that never happened. Hmm. So it's it's kind of one of those things where like for for longtime fans of Masters or like the hardcore fans that have been following this for so long, it's cool to see a character like this be 
really get validated and become official in a cartoon like this where he's never really been given that proper chance before. Yeah. So that's why I was excited to see that on the yeah, list. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. So, and that, that's also one of those things that just kind of instills a little bit of confidence in the whole thing. Like Kevin Smith and the people behind this are obviously like digging deep. Yeah. Like they're like really pulling in some, some deep stuff with this to try to make a cool story, hopefully. So I'm, I'm excited, I think. Was there any other standout names on there? Diedrich Bader is oh, always say, awesome. Yeah, like Con- Conroy is the only one that I recognize. Like- so Diedrich Bader is uh, going to save the panda. Panda's dead. Oh. <laughs> and he's going he's well, he's to be thing, King like, Randor in Trap Pound. Awesome. So. Like, <laughs> like, I mean, I know at least half of these names. They're yeah. not all people I would necessarily go straight to for like voice things. But like Stephen Root, that's uh, uh, Milton from Office Space. The guy from, uh, he was in Dodgeball and... <laughs> Like you'd know him for sure. If you saw uh, yeah, him. for yeah. sure. Yeah. Uh, well, and, and I was saying, like, of of the ones that wasn't somebody super recognizable. Yeah, Henry Rollins. That's a name I haven't seen in a while. Uh, <laughs> Justin Long, man. Yeah, Justin Long, Long is Roboto. Yeah. That's insane. That's well, some of this is definitely Kevin Smith bringing some of his friends to work, which I'm totally cool with because I know he's good friends with Justin Long. Justin yeah. Long shows up in a lot of Kevin Smith movies. Well, um, I mean, you know, his all, daughter's on there. Yeah. All, it's every, fine. Everyone except for Lena Headey, right? I mean, Sarah Michelle Gellar has been in them. Uh, oh, that's Mark true. Mark Hamill's been in his movies. That's true. Um, that's true. Uh, was Tony Rollins? Was Alicia Silverstone? I don't know. Alicia's Kevin Conroy is Merman, dude. That's pretty awesome, yeah, too. Yeah, that's fantastic. That's our animated series Batman. Yeah. And he's going to be Merman. Yeah. <laughs> that's so cool. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm yeah, in. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Yeah. I think it. it looks super fun. I just, I thought that was, was and pretty. That's, you know, like, it, with the, uh, you know, with a lot of animated stuff, if it looks cool, it looks cool. So I would have been into giving this a chance with a bunch of names I had never heard before. Right. Yeah. I'd still be excited about yeah. it. But when you send out a list like this, like you said, it just sort of reinforces that they are taking it seriously. Like mm-hmm. they're they're putting some money behind this. They're putting resources into it. They're trying to get people, you know, involved and and into it. And that's just a good sign for the project as a yeah. whole. I think. And real talk. This is way more exciting to me than I feel like a live-action He-Man movie is going to be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like this has got better potential, even just is, looking at this like, cast list. <laughs> spiritually, this is supposed to follow the original, right? I think it's supposed to give us like a proper ending to the original Filmation series. Yeah. yeah. But it's going to be a little more adult-oriented, I think, yeah. obviously, than that cartoon yeah. was. But it is a spiritual successor to that original show, and I think it's... I, I don't think this is going to be, like, a continuous series. I think it's supposed to be a contained story that's supposed to be, like, a, a finale kind yeah. of a thing. So that's nice. the way I understand it, at least. And then we'll have that other series, yeah. which is the new He-Man for kids, a new generation. So either way, that's pretty crazy. It's, it's amazing to see how all of a sudden... In, 2020 it feels like they are going all in on he-man all of a sudden like they're yep. finally giving him yep. a chance well they've done that thing where they've just hovered around it for so long doing yeah anything big with it and they've had all these different projects start and stop and now it feels like they can't decide what to do so they're just doing all of it <laughs> yeah absolutely i know it's yeah. like they're just going all in a uh, cartoon for the fans a cartoon for the kids i ah, go ahead and make put a movie on netflix too why not <laughs> just throwing it all out there we got a new toy line coming out that's hitting retail this year which is going to be awesome because it'll be the first time we've seen he-man toys on retail shelves since the early 2000s i mean they're going all in they're just this honestly this is going to make or break he-man because mm-hmm. if all of this stuff doesn't work, 
this might be the <laughs> last this might be the last chance for he-man yeah. to, to get eh, this, this know. you know but there are no last chances if there's money to be made i mean you're right we live in a different world now too i mean yeah. streaming and everything you never know yeah you never know all right well now that i'm done geeking out about he-man why don't we talk about batman because that's been a big that was a big topic of conversation for at least one day on the internet. <laughs> well, they, they do those test release things. Like, it becomes a big thing on the internet because we've got a picture of a new Batman now. Because mm-hmm. they released, uh, like, 20 seconds of test footage of Patton's in a, in a suit. Mm-hmm. But it fades away pretty quickly because it's a dimly red-lit picture of a suit that may or may not actually be what they right. go with. It may you know? not so actually like, be what it really is. Everybody gets really know. excited and hyped up one way or the other, and then they realize that this this is nothing, and it kind of fades away. But it's it's worth talking on. It's just that's why it comes and goes so quickly. Well, and that's exactly the reason they release stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, exactly. Oh, for sure. It's Spark just to garner a little bit attention. of buzz, yep. get some attention, get some discussion going. Yep. Yeah. Yep. It reminds me of, do you remember when... Um, the Dark Knight was getting ready to come out, and they released that first picture of the Joker, mm-hmm. which was just that extreme close-up of his face, mm-hmm. um, and you hated it. I oh, remember sure. how mad you yeah. were at the way that the Joker looked, looked in that awful. movie. But that was like that. That's this feels kind of the same, except I just remember that was even more like that was a huge yeah. deal. Like yeah. everybody was talking about. Well, and that ended up being like basically uh, an homage, if that's the right word, to this. Uh, Big movie that I believe originated from Japan, but I, I'm phase, fuzzy on the details right now what it was. But even that picture turned out to be basically reminiscent of this other pic, like famous picture sure. from movie lore that I didn't know anything about. Okay, and so I don't think I knew that, <clears throat> huh? When uh, so when I said now, I will also say I still don't love the look of that Joker to this I, day. No true, matter how don't. good that movie that's is, true. I don't like the way he looks. That's you know? true. You don't. <clears throat> But the uh, yes, it's the it's the same sort of thing. We're just like we got something, let's throw it out there, get people talking for a few days, and then that'll satiate them for another four or five months until we get a real picture, and then that'll satiate them for four or five months until we get a trailer, and then you know somewhere in the next three years the movie will come out. Yeah, exactly. So, what do you guys think? Anything stand out about this bat suit from what we can see? Yeah, can't the, see much. Yeah, the cowl looks real thick, but again, I don't know that that's a lasting look to it to me. I thought it looked pretty shoemaker-ish oh <laughs> pretty, yeah? yeah pretty I, I, like it, it felt real uh batman and robin or real batman forever for me like i can see that yeah yeah it's got a real high collar on the cape which is something i don't think we've really seen in the movies before uh, but i kind of like that i don't know mm-hmm. i think it looked kind of cool but the the suit itself is very uh armored looking like yeah. we're going back to this armored look which I like. And uh, you like that? Yeah. So I go back and forth on that. If it looks good on, on an actual screen test, you know what I mean? Like, if it, if it looks good for real in the legit movie, then yeah. The concept, I like a lot. The look, I can't tell yet. That's true. And we got to see more of it, too. Um, like, one of the reasons I was so excited, I remember, about the Affleck suit is it felt more like a comic book Batman suit. And mm-hmm. we had never really seen that in the movies before. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, because, you know, once once Burton brought Batman to the movies, that's kind of where the armored look for Batman came from. And it feels like every point after that, it was just every yeah. Batman in the movie had to have well, an armored suit. Well, their stuff was so padded. Right. You know, like, right. yeah. Well, well like they, the Bale well, suit. They had to make... Uh, uh, 
Michael, Michael Keaton, Keaton looked like yeah. a yeah, looked like yeah. a superhero. And yeah, exactly. I mean, they had to make Mr. Mom look like yep. yeah, <laughs> look like a superhero and everything. Right. Um, this one totally gave me vibes of the Arkham games, mm-hmm. just from the little bit that we've seen, the way the armor looks around the chest and everything, because the suits in those games are very armored, or he at least gets to the point where he gets the very armored look. Yeah. Um, and honestly, yeah, I guess I'm I'm okay with that. Like the games always gave me a good explanation for why he would do that to his suit, and it makes sense. He is a normal guy, right? Yeah. Like it would make sense for him to armor up his, yeah. his outfit and everything. And that's the thing with his movie. I don't even know what direction they're going. Me with either. It. Like I'm pretty None positive do, they're do not we? doing like I mean, an origin story. Maybe yeah. but I think he is younger. So maybe it'll actually be like Batman versus Predator, and they're just really oh like, dang oh I'm in <laughs> really low key in it <laughs> I'm in <laughs> go and if I go. had any respect for the WB to low key anything at all <laughs> I, I I would get remotely excited. So the only thing that is really unique about this that I've seen a little bit of discussion <clears throat> on, and I don't even know where this originated, um, or if there's like a source that I should be citing here, but the bat insignia on his chest supposedly is made from the guns that his parents were murdered with Hmm. is what's being said Interesting. and i don't know how i feel about that like i guess that's okay (laughs) but i don't know i don't know that's a stupid idea It won't make or break the movie for me. I mean, that's the thing. I don't yeah. think it matters enough for me to like get mad or like you know. I don't. I don't. Yeah. I don't think. I and I also don't know that it's a real idea because sometimes Same. the internet just says stuff. Same. You know, so whatever. Exactly. Yeah. That's so, that's the thing. So. But that, but that's the other thing, man. Do Warner Brothers is a wild card. You have no idea what they're gonna do. Right. You so know. I'm trying to find because there's, there's you can't definitely... you, you can't hear an an idea that makes enough or too little sense to believe right. they'd do it. So there's some like close-up pictures just on the yeah. bat insignia. It definitely and looks they, like metallic. They and look. I mean, they look like yeah. they're made of guns or something. Yeah. So now, if you want to get to the point where, I mean, if, I thought it was just one gun, but I guess it, however they want to do it is how it was done. If you want to get true. to the point where, like, I mean, when your parents get murdered and you go to the police station, do the police just go here, kid? You you keep these. <laughs> Here's a you souvenir. Know, like, where in the world was it? Would he get those? <laughs> even. I mean, he's a detective. He could figure it out. He's Maybe it was yeah. evidence, and he got it out of the. The police locker. I don't know. He's Batman. Sure, Dan. That He's works. Batman. Yeah, he does great. what he wants. Yep. Joe, Joe Chill sent it to him like a thumb. Uh, <laughs> you know. here's, here's, here, kid. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Ugh. Well, we're still pretty early, though. I mean, yeah, it's I, gonna be a bit. Before I, we I, I was, I was super in on this movie before this picture came out. I'm super in on this movie now. Yeah, the details are in the. I'm just kind of done with Batman. It, There's been so much Batman, like I could I could do with a little more of a rest before we get more Batman. I'd also be like I'm not a Batman guy. Yeah. I'd be fine with that too. But they seem scared to like not have Batman. Yeah. Right? Well they Honestly. are for sure. Yeah. They are. Yeah. It just feels I mean, for so long they just thought that Batman had to be there for there to be a successful superhero movie. Yeah. And that's why things were the way they were for so yeah. long. So yeah. and that's why that's why we got Superman, Man of Steel, yeah, because <laughs> which was a Batman movie right. with Superman, with Superman in, it. in it, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was happy. We've discussed this ad nauseum. These aren't yeah. real like big think people, yeah. you, know? <laughs> 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 you know. Like yeah. they're uh, need they, us some Batman. They, they, yeah, they've got their ways, and they're going to do those ways, whether they work or not. Bigger, faster, more Batman. <laughs> Bigger, faster, more Batman. Uh, all right. 
Well, we've got a couple movies that I want to get into the discussion about, but we had talked about in the last episode that the Oscars were coming up, and I know oh, that yeah. I know that John yeah. watched the Oscars. Was there anything that you wanted to mention or talk about on here? No, no, I mean not particular. Like I'm uh, as much of a bummer as it is. Um, really, no. I, I'm. I, we need to bring it up and just add some closure to it. I saw the rest of the movies. Uh, it was a very strong field. I feel this year, especially in comparison with the last several years, where. I mean, there's been eight to ten movies nominated every year for the last, getting close to ten years now, I think. Mm -hmm. And looking back to previous years, I can't name most of them. I feel like most of this field is going to be stuff I I remember for a few years. Uh, Jojo Rabbit was amazing. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, I I very much liked Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I very much liked uh, Ford versus Ferrari. There was none of them this year that were bad. And usually there's at least one or two... There's such a wide variety in there. Sure. There's usually at least one or two where you're just like, uh, I guess I'll watch that one. Um, I wasn't, I guess I wasn't a big fan of either of the Netflix ones. Um, but Man. those, those barely <laughs> registered for me because the they weren't Man the show. So bad. It's yeah? not great. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's three and a half hours of a movie I've seen before with the same people, but done better. It's just totally unnecessary. Better, better, faster. You know? Yeah. More Batman, and, and, I, yeah. and I no less, much less. Oh, much, less, much Batman. less Batman. Well, I mean, it's a series of <laughs> tremendous actors who are sitting there staring at a screen because they can't turn their head because that'll screw up the uh, the aging process. You know, you know? that, that was going to be so, one of the things I, I wanted to point out. Um, you know, Scorsese started that whole thing. We kind of talked about it, uh, calling the Marvel movies. Yeah, you know theme park rides and then he made a four-hour movie that was in, uh, entirely gimmicked yeah you know what i mean yeah. like, like, like the, okay. the whole point that this movie exists yeah. is like what if i could make a gangster movie with all my friends but like back when they were in their prime and it's like marty you did that a couple of times with these same guys yeah. and they were great you don't need to do it again today where it's just sort of weird yeah, yeah. you know <clears throat> and it oh. also and it also I, I i we don't need to get into the whole big thing but um <laughs> You know, you, you, we had talked about in Captain Marvel the de-aging on mm-hmm. Sam Jackson, but then, like, they couldn't, yep. when he had to kneel down or get up, you couldn't fake yep. that he was a 70-year-old man. Yep. I expected this to not be as big of a deal in that regards, considering that this wasn't a superhero movie where any of these guys were necessarily going to need to be running or moving around. Yeah, But, man... Robert De Niro looks like a hunchback through you know what I mean? Ooh, like it's yep. like his Also the, the body yeah. like it made me appreciate that like the body shows the age. Even yeah. even yeah. when you're you know, yeah. for, for some people, you know, even when it, you're not necessarily having to kneel down, jump up, it, run away from Agents of Shield or whatever you're right, doing, you know. Right. It felt like somebody had put in the old NBA jam big head mode. <laughs> oh code. wow. And several scenes. Like when you start the movie and you're like, Joe Pesci's body is so small, but his head is not. It's not very small at all. <laughs> it's just awful. And so again, it makes the whole movie like even when you're a scene where you're like, man, these are really great actors and they're acting, except they can't move their heads and their heads are too big. And when they do move their bodies, it's weird. So the whole time you're like, it just it hurts to watch. Yeah, yeah. you know, it's just very bizarre. And again, I don't know why it had to be so long when it was just a gimmick. And that was the thing with Captain Marvel that was played as a gimmick. 
Like, that was the gimmick. The gimmick right. is, hey, come see young Sam Jackson for a small part of our movie. Right. And so when you get pulled out of it, you're like, ah, it's rough to watch him run, but it's still cool that we're seeing it, and it's only a yeah. small part of the movie, so you're great. When you're sitting down in your living room to watch that, just that, only those scenes for three and a half hours, <laughs> Yeah, it's hard to keep track, you know, keep keep your right. attention. So, Anyways, didn't like it. Didn't like Marriage Story very much either. And Marriage Story was fine. Great performances. Great, probably a strong term. Very good performances. I like that the Adam Driver and Scarlett Johansson were nominated. I didn't have a problem with that. The movie itself was just very bland. It's just like, hey, look, here's two people who used to get along, and now they don't. It's the breakup without jokes. You know what I mean? Like, right. it's it's fine. Nothing special. I, just, I felt like even watching the trailer for that, I was like, that looks like a movie that's going to make me uncomfortable and sad. Yeah, basically. I don't think I want to watch that. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, that's the extent of it. But yeah. all the theatrical ones, I at least enjoyed. Uh, I said Jojo Rabbit, I loved. <laughs> Movie, movies like that, you just feel like, man, somebody somebody was working something out. Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. Like, like, that, like those, those pop up sometimes, and you're like, I don't know why this movie got made. This movie got made because somebody was working something out in a script, and a director who felt like they needed to work that out talked to a producer who felt like he needed to work that out, and then they found some actors that had some shit to work out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And at one point, somebody along that stretch called Netflix, and Netflix went, yeah, whatever. Yeah. 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 We'll How much is it again? We'll, we'll put it on. We'll anything. Yeah. How much yeah. is it again? Yeah. Um, the the ceremony was was just bad for them. I mean, there just wasn't anything entertaining. They didn't have a host again this year. Uh, they did have uh, they had uh, Chris Rock and Steve Martin come out and do the monologue. They that's were of, entertaining. That's one of those things. Like once you set that precedent that you don't have to pay a host anymore, yep. you'll never pay a host. That's again. the thing. I don't know that they were ever paying those people in the first place. Wow. I think that's part of the reason they can't find anybody. It's a really yeah. thankless job. Yeah. Like you get scrutinized like crazy. Everyone in the room is mad at you at one point or another. <laughs> you have to do these bits where you're trying to put on an entertaining television show for the audience, but the people in the room all hate you and the audience and television and everything else. <laughs> Uh, and most of them are inebriated. Like, I, I can't imagine anybody saying yes to that. And then, you know, the, the last time somebody did say yes to it, they kicked him out pretty early, and everybody either got mad at that or or got mad at people getting mad at that. It just becomes this giant thing. So it's right. like, why would anybody say yes to that? You right, know? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. But when you don't have anybody to steer the thing, then you come up with, like I said, I thought the monologue was funny because they had two really funny guys get up there and make fun of a room full of celebrities for a few minutes, and... It was enjoyable, and nothing else entertaining happened the rest of that show, pretty much. Like, a couple things here and there, maybe, that were not, you know, would have been okay in a better show, but when they were in a sea of boring, there was nothing. I I didn't watch it. I was a little disappointed that I missed Eminem. Yeah. Um, That was the only thing I saw, heard, read about. I'm sure it wasn't, you know. Because I got excited when that started, and then... Pretty quick, I was like, eh, you know, like I've seen this song and heard this song a thousand times. 20 years ago, he had a lot more energy when he did it. (laughs) There was an entire room full of people who were either uh, too old to care or too young to know who they were looking at. And, I mean, they had pictures of everybody, like, kind of dancing along, and there were some people who were really getting into it. But for the most part, everybody looked like they knew they were supposed to be happy but didn't know why. Even that turned awkward, you know? Uh, It's it's kind (laughs) of a... It's it's weird cause to think that's kind of a niche like thing to appeal to somebody. You know yeah. what I mean? Like I don't know. I mean Eminem's one of the what greatest living rappers, I guess we can call him. But like that's still 
I, I guess I don't feel like there's a lot of overlap between like the film. Yeah. You know, like the film crowd and the hip hop crowd. Yeah, sure. You know. Yeah, so. absolutely. That's so funny. <laughs> yeah. Well, and it's like one of those we talked about uh, a little bit earlier when we were discussing, like the in memoriam has gotten some crap because it left some people out. Right. Which it does every year, and that always happens, and it's always a bummer. But one of the people that were left out was um, Luke Perry. Luke Perry. And when that happened and people got upset, rather than just sitting back and going, well, sorry, we miss some people sometimes, we apologize our bad whatever instead of doing that the academy was like well he didn't really do a lot in movies he was kind of you know tv and mostly and so we, you know we can't include everybody so we got to kind of draw the line somewhere and it's like just i don't know maybe just don't yeah just, just don't, don't say, say things that. like that but then I it's mean, like yikes. even then it's like your big entertainment for that night is a guy who was in one movie once ever and he's your <laughs> giant musical right. act in the middle but you can't put four seconds of a picture of Luke Perry and you're in memoriam. Yeah. You know, like where are you going with that? So well, that's, that's the thing where you don't, you don't want to look like you forgot. So you yeah. make up an excuse and like having forgotten is way better than it's like, way better we, we straight up snub yeah. this dude because, uh, <laughs> because he didn't do <laughs> TV. Movie. Like, come on guys. TV's not as good as movies. Uh, the, uh, uh, I'll never care who they forget or snub ever again because they, uh, left Roddy Piper off the year he died. So mm-hmm. they just, that, that whole segment mm-hmm. is dead to me. Yep. I hold an in memoriam, in memoriam, for the in memoriam every year. And hey, we'll start showing those next year. Yeah. Right here on the I like it. <laughs> But, uh, I mean, I think prob- probably the most entertaining part about the show past the monologue was was just watching uh, the director of Parasite, uh, Bong Joon-ho, I think I'm no. saying it right. Uh, win tons of awards because he looked legitimately excited to a degree that very few people look when they get up there yeah. like yeah. he he was actually surprised and happy to be there and excited that he was winning awards that's awesome uh, yeah you know and it's it's always nice to see a good movie win i didn't think parasite was the best movie of the year by any stretch but i really enjoyed it and his excitement over being up there several times just made me go ah you know what run with it this is yeah. fine yeah you know? <laughs> yeah um some people i wanted to get oscars got oscars um, but even then, it was just like the none of the speeches were compelling, none of the jokes were great. It was just a very slow show, and I mean, I'm sure I've seen worse, but I've also seen better. So yeah, <laughs> hopefully at some point this will become a thing that is uh, geared towards a viewing audience again someday. I don't but know. It's man. steering more and more towards just a show that's produced for the people who are in the room. Yep, man. The Westminster Dog Show yeah. is is never been. And like it's never going away, and it's never any good. Like you know, what I mean? yeah. Like like ten people watch the Westminster Dog Show. Of course, now I'm making all the dog people out there who are I mean, <laughs> we're gonna do all kinds of nasty tweets. Uh, I've look, I've been mad about <laughs> each one of those ten people runs a geek easy fan board. We're doomed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> nope, I've been mad at the Westminster Dog Show ever since I was a teenager, and I had to miss Raw because of it. Yep. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> I'll forever hold a grudge yeah. for for preempting Monday yeah. Night Raw for your dog show. Well, that's what I mean. I skipped a bunch of XFL games for the Oscars and yeah. just nothing, <laughs> you know. But I get excited this time of year, and I, I hope to continue to get excited this time of year. It's fun to watch some of these movies that I would have let slip by if there weren't the nomination, and it's fun to just take you know two to four weeks and just celebrate movies because i love them so much and this gives me an excuse to but just more and more every time i get to this time of the year and then i get to the actual ceremony and i go well that's a 
that's a very that's a, a rotten cherry uh, <laughs> on top of this thing. <laughs> a rotten cherry. All right. Well, speaking of rotten cherries, bum bum bum. <laughs> now we're gonna do we're gonna do uh, two movie discussions. Which one do you guys want to start with? I think we should start with the rotten cherry. That's that's kind of what I was thinking. <laughs> well, what, I was going to suggest chronologically, but we can do your guys' way instead. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's talk about Sonic the Hedgehog. All right. Uh, you guys didn't like Sonic the Hedgehog? <laughs> uh, not even a little bit. <laughs> really? Really? Okay. <clears throat> All I'm Okay, I want to start by saying that if you go back and you watch our discussion when that trailer first dropped, which I think was just me and you when the trailer first dropped. Yeah. But we've definitely had a few Sonic well, the Hedgehog. That would have been the fighting with with my family episode. Yes. Okay. Well, yeah. we were already in a, in a bitter mood that episode <laughs> anyway. But we've definitely had a few Sonic discussions on this show. Um, I am, and I haven't done it, but I am certain that if I went back and listened to that right now, I called this movie. Mm-hmm. Completely, like to a T. I, I I knew this movie played out exactly how I imagined this movie was gonna play out. And to be fair, it's totally harmless. Like I'm not like irate and angry and right. You know what I mean? It's harmless. It's a kids movie. Cool. It just played out exactly the way I expected this movie to play out. Like it's just it. it, it it nailed every trope you could possibly nail when you're doing that thing where you're like, you remember that thing from people's childhoods? Let's turn it into a movie. Yeah. It just followed that formula step by step all yeah. the way through. Yeah. I, I I don't care that I don't like it. Yeah. Uh, like I, um, at all. Like it, it, That movie can exist and it, it doesn't offend me. And I was a Sega guy. Like I was a Sega kid. Yeah. Um, but man, that movie, you know, and I, and I can recognize that that movie was not made for me. Sure, yeah, of course, um, of course. But it was, it, I did not enjoy any any moment of that movie. <laughs> None of it? None of it, man. <laughs> um, well, okay, I, and, will, I will say that I definitely had chuckle moments. I definitely, I got excited for my kids sometimes while I was watching it. Yeah. Uh, but you didn't have any moments. I mean, there was there was jokes that I went, <laughs> you know, yeah. like, like like there were jokes that made me do that. Um, what about that it, Sega intro at the beginning? What did that do for you? Did that it, get you all nice and nostalgic? No, it made me it made me laugh because it was so. They're like, look, Marvel. We're, we can do a Marvel Studios yeah, intro. Exactly. I think was, I missed that. Yeah, oh, the, like, the movie was, starts with like them showing flashes of a bunch of Sega Genesis games, that and then it folds out into, into like a, a Sega logo, oh, yeah, I and totally it goes and that. it goes Sega. Yeah. Oh, it man. did that whole thing yeah, at the I beginning. So, again so yeah. I laughed. I laughed at that. You laughed at it. I, I, I thought it was cool because I, <laughs> I was sitting there going, "Hey, you know," I was like, "I was like, hey, you know, seeing the if I if I golden axe and stuff like that was flashed on the screen." We're gonna get I, like uh, a like a Sega Cinematic Universe. <laughs> oh my god! You know what I mean? Like Golden Axe is next. Please, <laughs> yeah. 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 I just like the idea of uh, I don't know. If, I don't even know if he's an editor or an executive or what he is, but I just like the idea of the guy sitting in the back, like putting this together and showing it on screen and being like, just like the Marvel movies, <laughs> we got this. <laughs> We got it. Uh, if you don't think there was somebody <laughs> sitting back there going, "Hey, we need a we need a intro like the Marvel movies intro," um, like if you can grab some screen captures of like old video games and then they become like the the 
uh, logo, and we'll get like a choir to to do like the Sega. <laughs> like then you're like like it wasn't like they just accidentally like what if we just grab some pictures? No, for sure. Yeah. But like it's the idea of that guy going. Hundred yeah. million dollars, yeah. got Lizzie. it. <laughs> Nailed Opening it. Weekend, we're done. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, I yeah. feel like they probably thought, like, with as much buzz as was generated by that first uh, trailer. trailer and the the uproar for the way Sonic looked, that, <laughs> that was, was bad a- enough for them to change it. Yeah. I think they probably thought they had a huge, like, whoa! I didn't know there was, I didn't know this many people cared about Sonic. We're gonna be yeah. printing. Money. We're gonna have a whole Sega Cinematic Universe on our hands. We better get a new logo. Get it going here. now. We yeah. better uh, have some post-credit scenes. This is gonna be <laughs> hey. our. This is gonna be our Iron Man. For the for the record, this thing made a ton of money. I, I know, I, yeah. which is I mean, which is yeah. fine. I'm and I'm happy about that. Honestly, I am. Like we talked about the. <laughs> The scandal of them having to redo Sonic was an amazing story. And the fact that they actually went back, postponed this movie for a year or whatever, did what the fans wanted, I will always give them credit for that. I happily paid my way to go see this movie because they did that. You know what I mean? Uh, (laughs) I I only saw that movie because I knew we were going to talk about it. (laughs) No, I was thrilled. I was excited to go see it. And my kid was real excited to see it, too. I mean, he's been talking about it since the trailer came out. So I was I was real excited because he was excited. And I was like, man, this is going to be so much fun. And I just I don't know. I just left. Not it was not as fun as I was hoping. I'll 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 play minority voice. You're in in, John. I thoroughly enjoyed that movie. (laughs) Awesome. Like a bunch, and I didn't know what to expect going in. I wasn't like super hyped for it. That first trailer scared the. Jesus Man. out of me. Um, and then we had our discussion about what it could be, except I don't remember. I remember having those talks. I don't remember when they were, or when, which, which ones I were a part of, and which ones I just listened to, all that stuff. But I just remember like a lot of those ideas going, yeah, that could be cool. Well, yeah, we'll see how it plays. Like Neither of that's make nor break or whatever. So I really had no preconceived notions walking into this movie, except for usually when they delay a movie for eight months to fix it, they don't fix it, you know? This one just being a visual thing yeah. uh, m- might have been a little different. But then when I watched it, they did do a lot of those tropes. They start you off on his home planet, and they build up like he's baby this. baby Sonic. Yeah, he's a little baby Sonic, and they build up this character I've never heard of before, which is this giant eagle that yeah. watched him yeah. or whatever. Or an and owl like, or something. Yeah, I was like, okay, you know, uh, interesting where they're going with this. Let's see where it goes. And then they completely forget about that for the rest of the movie, Yep, which I found interesting. Um, but at the end of the day, it turned into uh, basically a you know a buddy road trip movie. Yep. With characters that I enjoyed. Yep. Jokes that made me laugh. Uh, the overall story wasn't anything that was groundbreaking by any means. But I feel like the biggest problem a lot of video game movies have had for the decades they've been trying to make most of them is that they spend so much time trying to take all these aspects of the game and just cram them in onto the screen that they don't really care what the package looks like at all. This wasn't master cinema by, by any means storytelling-wise, but it got you from point A to point B, told some jokes along the way. I, I enjoyed sitting there the whole time. <laughs> I laughed quite a bit. Uh, I liked most of the actors involved there. I did think it was funny that they got Neil McDonough to come in and do eight seconds worth of screen time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, I kept yeah. waiting for him to show back up, and then the credits were rolling. I know, <laughs> you know? right? Yeah. Um, I wasn't... I was mildly excited for Jim Carrey, because I grew up 
in the Jim Carrey era, sure. so yep. I was kind of yep. excited to see him do that again. He was a little disappointing to me. Uh, like he, he just, seemed like he was phoning it in. Yeah, right? exactly, exactly. He like not, he had no Jim Carrey energy at yeah. all. He was doing all the Jim Carrey stuff. Yeah. with none of the Jim exactly, Carrey yeah. energy for sure. And that—that's the, the, the exactly what I thought about it. Like I watched him do it. And I'm like, I feel like this is some. I don't feel like this is Jim Carrey. I feel like this is somebody doing a, a decent Jim Carrey impression. Yeah. You know, like it's not terrible. It's not <laughs> awful, but it's not the real thing like either. It was, it was the it was the Lion King version of Jim Carrey. Yeah, exactly. Like they they CGI Jim Carrey. <laughs> yeah. He was dead-eyed. Exactly. He had no expression. Oh, man. But he, he looked lifelike, yeah. and he did all the Jim Carrey stuff. Exactly. Like, he went through the motions. He yeah. just didn't care to be there. But, uh, you know, they did some of the, the time stoppage stuff that was reminiscent of what they did with uh, Quicksilver, Quicksilver. In, in some of the X-Men movies. Uh, were like, like, I enjoyed those scenes. They didn't, didn't make any sense in the movies. <laughs> but when you put them into a movie that already pretty much doesn't make any sense anyway... <laughs> I could enjoy those scenes a lot better. I thought the stuff they did with the rings was kind of cool. It was a good reason to have the rings there without him just running around and grabbing them yeah. out of out of thin air and everything like that. Uh, and again, I'm I'm overhyping it now because I'm sort of playing counterpoint here. Right. Like this movie didn't make my year. No. I'm not going to go see it ten times by any means. Walking into a movie where you go, there's a high probability I'm going to hate everything I see, but maybe I'll get lucky and it'll be pretty good. I was really excited by the fact that I was entertained for an hour and forty minutes. <laughs> I was pretty happy. Uh, I was, I was not. <laughs> I was not entertained. So you also you also have like a weird Marsden thing. I do have a so yeah. Like, <laughs> I don't that, find it that weird. I think that but, probably yeah. plays into it. Yeah. I mean, maybe, maybe it's not yeah. weird, but you just yeah, For whatever reason, if you put James Marsden in your movie, you jump a solid 12 to 15% on, on my rating. <laughs> on uh, the Johnometer? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. So, so let me go ahead and broach my big criticism of the movie. Sure. Um, because it's not... I, I can accept that that movie is not for me. Mm-hmm. It's very a very kid centric movie, mm-hmm. and I am very not into kid movies or kid shows or anything like that. Right? Even even all the stuff we watch here, like it's you know, a lot of it. I'm like, I can appreciate this for what it is. Right? I don't like it. You right, know? right? Um, Dan's always talking about He Man. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, I like the the Shira show. Like I, I enjoyed yeah. the new Shira, yeah. Even though it's pretty kiddie. You sure? Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, this, you know, and, and that's why I say like I'm fine with this existing. Like I know it was made for kids, and that that's cool. Um, so I, I work with kids, and I, I take kids to see movies, mm-hmm. um, and we go to see a lot of kids' movies. Like I saw Minions. Um, I've seen some recently. Um, oh, like Trolls. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. I went and saw Trolls. I've oh, seen those a man. ton. I've seen Trolls so many times. You have no idea. <laughs> Spencer loves that movie um, and watched it on repeat, dude. I'm sorry, brother. <laughs> on repeat. Um, so, you know, there's, and, and there's, there's one other that I wanted to point out, but I'm not going to try to think of it because it won't come to me right now. Um, but I sit in those theaters and I'm like, this is... Awful. What am I sitting? Why am I? What are we watching right now? Who thought this is acceptable? Except I'm in a theater full of kids, and the kids are laughing and having a good time and enjoying it. Yep. And you know, like you, the character says something stupid, and I go ugh, but the kids go, "Wow, he <laughs> yeah. said this." Yeah. Oh, mommy, did you hear him? You know, and like, like I hear that, and I'm like, okay, well. At least it's working on that level, right? I was in a theater full of kids for Sonic. It was silent. 
Yeah. There was there was no laughter. There was no. Oh look at Sonic! Oh the little blue guy did that. There was nothing. It was it was Sonic, and there was a lot of kids in the theater. You know, it was uh, I just saw it today. It was like an afternoon show on a Sunday. There was a lot of kids in that theater. Yeah, and they were silent. There was nothing. oh man, yeah, bummer. There was no tittering, no laughing, no nothing. Like, I, and so I, I that made me feel like it wasn't landing for them either. Hmm. And that's my big criticism of the movie is that like it didn't seem like the kids liked it. Well, I guess to to support that a little bit, I, we took we took Spencer to go see it because, like I said, he was so excited and he kept asking us when this movie was coming out. So we were real thrilled because we surprised him with the movie on Valentine's Day. He didn't know he was going to go see a movie, so oh, we were cool. like, we did the thing where like we we bought him a Sonic action figure and we were like, Happy Valentine's Day! And he was like, Oh, Sonic toy! And then we pulled up to the theater and we were like, Surprise! So he was excited and I was excited and we was like, Yeah, we get to see this movie. We want to see a good twenty five percent of the way into the movie. He he like lays his head down on me and he's like. I could tell he's starting to fall asleep. And I was like, hey, hey, no, no. <laughs> you got to stay awake because we're not going to get another chance to see this again. And he goes, why? And I was like, bud, we, <laughs> it's going to get good, okay? Stay awake. It's going to get cool, I promise. He's like, okay. And he, he stayed awake and he sat there. And then he leaned back over to me a little while later and he just goes, when's the cool stuff going to happen? <laughs> I was like, oh, no. <laughs> and then he just started playing with his toy, and I had to keep, like, <laughs> shushing him because yeah. just, he just kept leaning over going, zoom, zoom, and making Sonic run across the back of the seat in front of him. And I was going, oh, no, this is bad. Like, this is really <laughs> bad. Like Now, to be fair, it did finally get his interest once we got to some of the funnier stuff. Um, like he, he did really, I mean, he, he loved seeing Sonic and I don't feel like he got enough of that, honestly. And that, I think that kind of goes back to the, how, how did that? Well, he didn't get a lot of Sonic. There was a lot of Sonic. Sonic. I don't think he got enough of the, I don't think he got enough of the, okay. So one of the things he said to me while we were walking into the theater is, are Sonic's friends going to be in the movie? I really Uh, hope we see tails and knuckles. And I was like. I don't know, kid, but I knew that there was a good <laughs> right. chance that we weren't going to see <laughs> not, them. Not so I was like, I don't know. I hope so. So I think he was really disappointed that, that all yeah. the people he didn't know weren't there because he watches the cartoons on Netflix all the time. Yep. Um, so he knows the characters real well because of that. And I don't think he got enough of the actual like Sonic, Sonic action stuff and his friends. Like I think he, I think he was instantly disappointed that it wasn't that stuff. Yeah. Um, and to go back to the whole tropes thing, like when I was watching this movie, the only thing I can think of was, was stuff like the Super Mario Brothers movie yeah. when it came out when we were kids. Because it did that thing where like it it had some things that were kind of reminiscent of the thing that we loved. <laughs> right. But it was its own thing entirely, right? So, like, Sonic had, you know, like, the town they were in was called Green Hills, right? The Green Hill Zone is stage one in Sonic. And he even had a road sign that that said, like, Spring Hills or something like that that way, which is another level, Spring Hill Zone. And, um, you know, like, just all the stuff they did in that movie were, like, nods. Like, they did little bitty nods to things that we know from the games. He called called Robotnik Egg. He kept calling Robotnik and he told him he looked... Looked like an Eggman. Mm-hmm, yep. He ate the chili dogs at the yeah. uh, at the bar. Well, I mean, some of the stuff I I enjoyed. Like they did the thing too. Like uh, the one time they did the slow mo thing. 
he looked at his watch and t- tapped his foot. Yep. And I was yep. like, well, that's straight out of the yep. video games, yeah. and that's fun. Um, and I also appreciated, too, like like we were talking about the rings. He had the bag of rings. They did the thing where, like, when he got hit by Robotnik yeah, and dropped him, the rings went flying out everywhere. And yeah. I was like, okay, that's fun. That's like when you get hit in the game and the rings go everywhere. So they did little things like that, which were cool, and they were fun. But the rest of the movie was that thing where they were like, well, let's – Take a character, pull him out of his video game, put him in the real world on Earth, make him hang out with a bunch of humans, focus a whole bunch on what's going on with the humans... And, and then all that stuff from the video games, you know, we'll throw in little teasers here and there, but then we will end the movie with, ah, now we're here, guys. Now we're at the video game <laughs> stuff you were all waiting for, which is exactly what things like the Mario Brothers movie did back in, in right. the 90s. You know what I mean? It reminds me of that. Yeah. And that's when I was talking about where I feel like that this movie did exactly what we were saying it felt like it was going to do. Because when we watched that first trailer, the thing we were saying was, did they just straight make a 90s movie? Yeah. Because that's what it looked like. And it's what they did. For sure. It is totally what they did here. Um, even that scene, like we totally called it with that Robotnik scene. Yeah. Because there was they show that in the trailer where Jim Carrey looks like the video game Dr. Robotnik. And we were like, I bet that's a thing that happens real fast at the very end of the movie. Yep. Surprise, it is. It's a thing that shows up at the very end of the movie. It's Spoiler the first alert. time we see it. Yeah. Well, I mean, we're, yeah. This is an all spoiler podcast, guys. My favorite, my favorite part is that every time that happens in an episode, whoever's in the middle of talking starts to go, oh, wait, yeah, yeah. We are doing the spoiler. Yeah, yeah, it's all spoilers. Yep, yep, yep. All right, so, <laughs> what was up with, like, the the all mushroom world and I they kept talking about how terrible the all mushroom world is. I kept that's feeling, totally a Mario Bros. I felt like that right? that yeah. had to like, be a Mario yeah. Jack, like that, right? Like, yeah. It's the only like, thing I was yeah. thinking about. We, yeah, we don't want to get trapped in the hellscape of Nintendo. Yeah, yeah. yeah. like they are they just going. making fun of Mario the Mushroom Kingdom <laughs> yeah. this whole time? Like that's yeah. what it felt like. He, that, he, so in in the movie, spoiler alert, um, when when he gets found <laughs> out on Earth, Sonic's gonna have to jump to the next world. Which is this all mushroom world, and so they spend the whole movie with him talking about how horrible it's going to be when he has to go to this yeah. world that's nothing but mushrooms, and then, giant mushrooms everywhere. And then that's where Robotnik <laughs> ends up at the end, yeah, yeah. Yeah. trapped in the mushroom world. <laughs> right, dude, so, that had to have been a jab, yeah. right? Which is hilarious. I mean, it is funny. Yeah, but that's the first thing I thought of too. I was like, wait, the mu- like so yeah. like so so yeah. we're what just ribbing on the mushroom kingdom here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to be what's yeah. going on oh man and uh you were talking about the quicksilver thing they did it too much in this movie man and i feel well, like they that did it like twice they did it like three times at mm. least right they the slow motion thing i remember the thing when it was so they the did it in the bar the they did it in the bar they did it at the end and wasn't there one more too i don't know either way i don't like how that's like the way that hollywood does fast running stuff now yeah like that's not a guy running fast. You're freezing time, and then you're moving the guy. You know what I right. mean? Like yeah. I don't know if that's I. It's, well, and it was totally, things were still moving was, though. Well, but for him, it was it's it seemed to me still like it was totally freezing time because there was times he was still like being super fast when everyone else was frozen. You know, it wasn't like yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, exactly. I don't know. I just I get it. I know it's a fun. I know it's it's a fun gag. The only the only but, time that's ever worked for me. Is in Over the Hedge. Did you ever see that? I don't think I saw Over the Hedge. In, in Over the Hedge, there's this there's this squirrel that is 
super hyperactive and talks real fast and runs real fast the whole time. Okay. And then, like, in the climax, um, somebody gives him an energy drink, like a, like a monster <laughs> or Red Bull or something. Okay. And he, and he drinks this energy drink and everything stops. <laughs> and, it's, and it's just him, like, walking... And then he's walking real casual at that point, and like he—I mean—he's doing the quicksilver thing and saving all his friends and stuff. Right. But that was—that's the only time it's ever worked. That's for me. funny. I never like it when Chris See, Quicksilver does it. I didn't like it in this movie. I don't think it's a bad gag. I just felt like I don't know. I don't like that. That's just the way we do fast things now because they do it with the Flash too. Didn't they do it with the Justice League Flash? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That That's, one worked for me too, but only because that well, was Well, the Superman was thing was Superman awesome. Yeah. That was yeah. awesome. Yeah. See? I mean, it works well, sometimes. Well, and that was my point with it in this movie. In this movie, it was fun because it didn't matter. You're right. Okay. You know, like I said, like the X-Men fair. ones, it took me out of the X-Men movie and put me into this other thing that it didn't work in. Like, it didn't sure. work with the rest of the movie. Sure. In this movie, a lot of those rules were stretched anyway, so when they do that scene and just play it for a gag, I can just take it as a gag and enjoy it. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Didn't work for me. When he went all supersonic, I wish he would have gone full blown supersonic and turned Tark gold. Yeah. That'd have been. A, I was waiting for in. it. I was like, "Oh, it's happening! It's oh, it's." They didn't go all the way. Yeah. Dang it! I was a little disappointed because they. It felt like they were setting it up. Like yeah. it looked like he was doing the supersonic thing, and then they didn't go all the well, way. You know, I also kind of didn't like that because, like, uh, one of those things. Like, I'm, I'm not going to harp on it, but sure, you, you know, because I don't care about this movie at all, but. Like Sonic didn't have those, you know. Sonic never shot lightning, right? The electricity thing. Well, that's another like I feel like that's another Hollywood super fast thing, right? Like we got to throw lightning and electricity everywhere. They did the same thing with the Flash in the Justice League, and we complained about that too. I just I don't get it. Uh, I wanted so bad, like for that end fight, I wanted a big old wrecking ball to drop out of the bottom of Robotnik's ship and him start swinging (laughs) around. I just wanted that so bad, dude. Um, so the end credit scene happened though, right? Yeah. Tails shows up in the end credit scene and that was cool. And that was a real neat moment of like actual excitement for me because as soon as that, as soon as like we heard the voice, Spencer goes, daddy, that's Tails. Daddy, is that Tails? And I was going, I was like doing this with Spencer. I was like, <laughs> I was like, I think it's Tails, son. <laughs> And the tail showed up and he got so excited. And so I was really excited. But it was so funny because he immediately goes, now we got to wait for number two. He did that. <laughs> it was great. It was so funny. Um, well, but then. I hope, I hope we never get a number two. So he knows my pain of when Daisy comes back at the end of uh, Super Mario Brothers. Oh, <laughs> we got to go back. You're never going to believe this. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I'm still waiting to believe. Hey, so I hope, yeah. he, I hope yeah. he has to deal with hey, that and never on. gets to see tails. Come on, Jaron. Time's going to tell on that one. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, when when I get Super Mario Brothers two, then he can have Sonic. Then he too. can have Sonic. So, so the the, the last thing I want to say then about this <laughs> is tailing off of that. We were in the car. Me and Spencer were in the car. We're driving to the restaurant, and I'm talking to him about the movie. And I'm asking him questions about it. And I was like, hey, bud, so what was your favorite part of the movie? And he goes, when Tails showed up. And I was like, oh, okay, that's awesome. And then he was he was just talking about how like he hopes that number two is coming soon because he wants to say Tails. And then he goes, so, Daddy, I think in number two it's going to be Sonic and Tails and hopefully Knuckles. And probably Amy should be there, too. I don't really like Amy, but Amy's Sonic's friend, so she should be there, too. But none of the people. Sonic doesn't need the people anymore. 
Like that's that's what he said, yeah. and I was like, yeah. okay, well, there is the six year old's review mm. of the Sonic the Hedgehog movie. <laughs> he wanted more tails, yeah. more knuckles, and less humans. <laughs> well, now I keep asking him about it now, and he keeps telling me he liked it. And I'm sure that like when it's on streaming, he's probably going to turn it yeah. on a bunch. You know what I, I mean? Say that, I mean that was the thing with my because my kids aren't didn't react hardly at all, but they hardly ever react. Right? Like they are not like me when it comes to like they don't get excited about this stuff right uh when it happens and i was also in a theater full of people that were the the kids were fairly quiet through most of the movie because i got kind of the same impression because in general the only person i heard laughing was me right um but when the movie ended there was a bunch of kids i heard because we were sitting right in the back so everybody kind of walked back and they were all walking out talking about it yeah. And so that I mean, I think that can go either way because yeah. sometimes when the kids are quiet, it's because they're bored. But a lot of times when they get bored, they get hyperactive. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. when they're quiet, it's because they're paying attention. Mine in general just don't react one way or the other. But I did ask them about it afterwards, and they do the same thing they always do. Yeah, it was good. And you're like, I can't garner anything <laughs> can't from that guy. Yeah, but the only thing I had was on the way home. On the way home, my son started asking when we could watch it at home. Yeah. Like on the TV and stuff. Yeah. Like, when are we going to be able to see it at home? And I'm like, ah, I mean, it'll be several months, but if he's asking to watch it again already, I that think he must have enjoyed probably it. Probably a good sign. Yeah, yeah, yeah well, of course. The one thing I will point out, I mean, it's, it's probably not a bad sign. Um, I, you will not be able to convince me that like these kids were so enraptured that they were paying attention. To, no, you know and I, that's not, that, yeah, that they like, were yeah. that they were too busy paying attention to laugh at any of the silly yeah. stuff Sonic was doing. No, and that's that, um, that's not exactly my point either. <laughs> my, my point was only like there are two ways to look at any of that stuff yeah. because when they are too bored, they do get wild. That's fine. Um, that's fine. Uh, kids don't always know they can't. They can't. They yeah. can dislike stuff, yeah. you know, like like some of my big milestones in life are realizing that like I don't have to like a, yep. I don't have to eat peas, I yep. don't have to eat pumpkin pie, yep. <laughs> you know, like yep. like those are huge yep. milestones that sure. I still reference yep. back to in my life. Um, I think I was probably like thirty five uh, the day I realized that like I don't have to finish this book just because I started it. Yeah, you know, <laughs> <laughs> that was like the grandest of all days. Right. Like I can just put this down and. Do a different book. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. It did well, though, right? Sonic made a bunch of money. Yeah, I I think they were projecting around 40 million and hit about 57. And through Monday, Monday, they're projecting 68. So they're pretty happy Uh, with that. A real, real I have a feeling it'll be one of those that has like a steep drop off. You think it'll drop off? Probably, Probably not one that is like, like where they'll announce, you know, like, like with Justice League, it was like, noticeable and people talked about it and announced it i doubt we'll hear about it but i imagine it has a pretty steep drop off it's in a good time of year because there's not a whole lot that happens between february and like may like there'll be a a few big names that open here and there but i haven't checked the rest of february or anything or or into march but there's not a whole ton coming out in the next couple of weeks at least that are that are going to combat it but that's uh i mean that was that's good planning on their part too there yep well one of my favorite um one of my favorite victims of the big change with Sonic is that some of the I've seen like Toy Fairs coming up next weekend, New York Toy Fair, and some of the images have popped out of some of the product that's coming out to coincide with this movie. It's all the old Sonic design on the yeah. toys, and I was just like, as soon as I saw that, it just that realization washed over me, going, "Oh no, <laughs> it was too late for them to change the toys." Yeah. <laughs> So we're gonna get all this merchandise oh, with that, that ugly Sonic hilarious. that is awesome. not in the movie. 
That's a funny thing, too, because when that trailer came out, I went, ah. And then when the new one came out, I went, ah, it looks much better. But I didn't have a clear image of what that meant in my head because yeah. Yeah. I couldn't, like, specifically identify on the tiny blue hedgehog what, you know, like, I couldn't describe it to myself. Therefore, my brain wouldn't wrap around what it was. Sure. But just today when we got home, I went and just watched a side-by-side -side comparison as yep. that, and man, when you see them on the same screen at the same time, you're like, oh, goodness <laughs> gracious. Yeah. That is horrifying. Yeah, it and was bad, dude. And, it was bad. Yeah, and we talked about that at some point, too, the fact that it's like, I don't know if they're fixing the movie or if they're just fixing the design, uh, but I don't think it mattered. Like, I think, I think this movie that I thoroughly enjoyed, had I watched it with that other design, I wouldn't have. <laughs> wouldn't have been able to because yeah. when it hurts to watch the screen you don't yeah. care about the right. jokes you know sure yeah. and that's the irishman problem pretty yeah. much yeah. right right <laughs> oh man all right Whew. well that's sonic the hedgehog yep. so feel guys, free to let us know what you guys thought of it. you guys it know that over the hedge opened on may 19th in 2006 may 19th exactly it <laughs> opened it day? opened again it, it opened, opened against see no evil, evil. <laughs> Yep. No idea. Yep. Which one did better? Those two and the Da Vinci Code. Oh, and, Whoa. The, and the Da Vinci Code did better. Big day for movies. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Kane, no Kane went up against yep. Tom Hanks. So there's your random hey, trivia. Hey, over the Hedge is good. Yeah, Over the Hedge is great. <laughs> go, go check that out. I saw out. that on May 20th, 2006. I, 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 recommend, <laughs> I recommend checking that out over, over Sonic. I don't feel like I've ever seen that one. It's so pretty good. Sure. It's pretty good. I never saw it. There's a sequel, Rad. I never saw the sequel. I don't know. There was a sequel. Those pretty sure there's all a sequel. sequels. I, I took my. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if, 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 if cartoon, if animated movies make a dollar over their budget, they get a sequel. They make a dollar. It, it's at least profit. direct to video somewhere. Or <laughs> yeah. There's yeah. another mini. But I don't remember Bruce Willis out. being in it that? or anything. I kind of like those, though. I'll be real. I'll be real. I kind of like the Despicable Me movies. I've only seen a couple of them. I, I, like, I don't know that I've ever sat down and watched one all the way through. I've seen. I know a lot of people large hate the chunks of several I, of them. I really like Despicable Me. I think I like Despicable Me too. I don't. I did not see Despicable Me three. Minions was. Yeah. Well, yeah. A step. A step way down. <laughs> sure, sure. So this one's like a sequel to that. Yeah. But now Gru's back because yep. now it's he's like kid it's, grew. he's kid grew. So yeah. it's like because the end of Minions. Spoiler alert! I guess <laughs> <laughs> the end of Minions is when they met Gru and right. Gru's a kid. So now they're doing a sequel to that, where the Minions are hanging out with Kid Gru as he's aspiring to become a supervillain. And honestly, it looks kind of fun. <laughs> like the trailer made me laugh. So. Yeah. Well, that's the thing with all the I don't movies. Know. Like every time one of those comes out, I look at it and I go, "That looks like it could be enjoyable," and I'm not gonna. What? Like I'm seven or eight movies behind now. Despicable Me Three had uh, Trey Parker in it, and he yeah. was he was like the. Oh, was 80s. he the bad guy? But yeah, he was like the. That's 80s. one I've seen. What was his of. name? But he was like an '80s inspired bad guy, and he was hilarious. Like yeah. I loved yeah. it. <laughs> All right, uh, so let's move on to some DC movie discussion. It feels like it's been a while. <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about Birds of Prey or the, what is it? Great. Let's, let's Great Birds Emanc of Prey and the fantabulous emancipation of one Harley Quinn. Or something like that. Or if we go by the new title, Harley Quinn, Birds of Prey, because yeah. they changed the name of the movie. Which is what yep. it should have been titled in the first place. Yes, af after seeing this movie, like, they should have just called this movie Harley Quinn. Yeah. Like, I well, I, I like that they thought that the reason it bombed was like, oh, I don't know if anybody knows that Harley <coughs> Quinn's in it. Yeah. I think they know. Yeah. You know, like if they care at all to know, then they know that's not your problem. Well, the rest thing. of your marketing is part of your problem. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, a large part of your problem is your last 11 movies. 
Those haven't helped. Yep. Uh, yeah, but it's yeah. not that nobody knows Harley Quinn's in it. Right, right. So I guess we should start there, right? Like this movie's doing real bad. <laughs> Right. Real bad. Yeah. Uh, they were uh, wasn't it like the lowest grossing of the DC movies or something like that? Probably. I, I think they were. I think the I said. Records, but. I think I, I was reading that it was lower than Green Lantern, and I think Green Lantern was their lowest grossing yeah. before. That so. would actually surprise me, but I, I, that that's probably true. But it would surprise yeah. me a little just really? because Green Lantern originally came out, they didn't have the ill will right. that they had built up by then, mm-hmm. um, and it was you know a big superhero movie with. Uh, Ryan, Ryan Reynolds, Reynolds yeah. I would have assumed it had opened halfway decent uh, and then tanked afterwards but I don't remember specifically I don't so I, I, yeah, don't I wouldn't either. be I wouldn't argue you for sure I sure. would just be surprised I read an article that said that that was only in the states though that it actually did really well overseas this one this did, one did? Uh, Harley yeah, Quinn? Okay, yeah Harley okay. Quinn. okay 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 um, okay uh, so after well, seeing save, this movie, yeah, save us, rest of the world. I was gonna say <laughs> after I saw this movie, I feel like this is one that is going to do better because of word of mouth mm-hmm. and or after it gets released and people start like watching it on streaming yeah. or Blu-ray, DVD, or whatever. Uh, because I had a hell of a good time watching yeah. this movie. I really liked it. I really, really it, enjoyed this yep. movie it, it, <laughs> thoroughly, start to finish. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It, it jumped up to probably my favorite DC movie. Wow. Yeah? yeah? All the way up there? All the way. Right away. It's so much better than Suicide Squad <laughs> was by miles. Yeah. Um, Infinitely. It's just... And, and it, did, it did all... I felt like it did all the things that Suicide Squad wanted to do, but, like, better. You know? Because Suicide Squad tried to do the Guardians thing where it had the... Like, it kind of integrated, like, recognizable songs... Yes, this, this this movie had a lot of recognizable songs that <laughs> would pop up. Um, Suicide Squad mo- had thirty two songs in the first ten minutes of the movie. <laughs> yep. Do you yeah. remember that? Yeah, yep. it was ridiculous. Um, Suicide Squad tried to do the thing where, like, you know, oh, you have your squad of antiheroes that kind of come together and yeah. rally for the cause. <laughs> yeah, um, only they just. It was just not like you didn't feel. You know what I mean? Like yeah. like they did that, but you were kind of like, okay, guys, let's just let's just get to the let's just get to the finish already. Right, right. Um, and I felt like this kind of brought everybody together smoothly and organically. And there was still kind of a moment for me where I was like, we're just agreeing to this because it's it's the finish. But that's fine. Let's do it, you <laughs> right. know, but, right? But yeah. it still felt more organic and and made more sense and was more true to the characters than Suicide Squad for sure. Yeah, I agree. Did you guys, that. did you guys notice we got to the end of this movie and there was no giant CG monster? Yeah. No CG, nothing, yeah. dude. Like, it was awesome. The, I think the most CG we saw in the movie was probably that hyena, and that yeah. hyena was awesome. <laughs> yeah. Hyena was great. <laughs> The way, Bruce. The, the, she named him Bruce. after that rich yeah. guy. <laughs> the, the way I felt about it, like, Suicide Squad tried real hard to be Guardians of the Galaxy and failed miserably. Yep. And I felt like this was trying, you know, pretty hard to be like a Deadpool movie and performed admirably. Yeah. You know, like, could, it, it had, like, these similar themes and styles to it that definitely were reminiscent of some of that stuff, except it didn't look like a toned-down, stupid sure. version of it. It just looked like something that was sort of similar, but also entertaining. Right. It's a hard R, for sure. They dropped yeah. the F-bomb a ton. There's a yeah. lot of violence, like, real yep. hardcore, like, violence in this yep. movie. Like, you see lots of snapping limbs and lots of gunshots to the head. I mean, they go all in on the violence and stuff, mm-hmm. but... uh 
man, like the ride is so bonkers yeah. in this movie. Like, and it's, I don't know, like it's so perfect of the character. I feel like that's one of the things that was so good about the writing of it because so like they they present the whole movie as Harley Quinn telling the story. Yep, yep. And as a result of that, the pacing of the movie is kind of manic. Yes. It's crazy, yes. it's all over the but place. It plays so fun. She she forgets to tell you parts so you go back so that you can get the parts that she forgot to tell you and it's a little crazy cuz you're going all over the place and back and forth, but it's a fun ride. Yeah, exactly. Like they find a way to make it real fun and string it all together and then when you finally get yourself caught up to where you know the whole story of what's going on, you're excited yep. and you're you're ready to see the climax. Yep. And there there were several parts, mostly in the beginning, I'd say, where I was watching it, and I do go into these movies a little bit jaded because I've seen a bunch of these DC movies. Yeah, that's just sort of where we are, you yeah. know. Um, so I'm sure I had some of that at the beginning, but but especially early on, there were several parts where I'd watch something happen, and I'd either go, eh, you know, okay, I don't know about that, but fine, or I'd go, eh, I wouldn't have done it that way. You know, I think they could have done something a little different there, whatever. But but every time, even when I would have that reaction to a scene, I would notice that I was still smiling. Yeah. You know? Uh-huh. And by, you know, a third to ha- halfway into the movie at most, I just sort of stopped caring about any of that stuff. That's the thing. Because I'm being so entertained, it doesn't matter. Right. Which, again, is what I've always said about, like, give me a good movie and I'll let some of this stuff go. I don't have to nitpick everything. But if right. I'm not having fun, then I'm going to look at every scene that's upsetting me oh. and go, you know, like one by one. That's a and, big part and, of it, and, right? And, yeah, yeah. And I had fun this entire movie, start to finish, was a, was a blast. I uh, I really enjoyed a lot of the fight choreography in this the movie. Best. I feel like the fight scenes were real good. Yeah. Um, I really like specifically. Really I enjoyed good. the I enjoyed the scene where she broke into the police station. I thought that was super fun. <laughs> um, but I loved the uh, prison fight, like where the sprinkler systems were going off, and like she had that big fight with all the prisoners, like with the water raining down. Mm-hmm. That was awesome. Yeah. It was just so yeah. cool. Like I thought that was so fun. The, all of the fight choreography was so stylized, but uh-huh. so well done, <clears throat> and like. The you know the, the physics were comic booky but consistent yeah and everybody even when they got to the end it was sort of like everybody going on their own they all had their own like sort of style to it but Harley was the one that was most often centered on and even her fighting style was this like manic mm-hmm. you know like totally unpredictable but the choreography like you said you rarely see anything quite like that when they're doing action scenes in movies because everything's either shot so tight you can't really tell what's going on or it's right. so broad based that you're you know you're kind of like looking at specs or something like it but this was right in there i mean it was like watching a video game through part of it yeah. except for beautifully performed yeah and just blew you away every time they'd start into a into a battle scene they used weapons effectively <clears throat> and entertainingly you know mm-hmm. um she had a bat through that one scene um, where she you know she picks it up and she's just waylaying and leveling Way, these dudes instead of instead of the katana yeah. or the chainsaw yeah exactly yeah. like all yeah. these like weapons she could pick that are obvious and she gets real excited because there's a bat dude and then just starts leveling these guys with <laughs> and at the end she even does I can't even describe it but she does this thing where she like throws the bat and it bounces and chucks off this dude and then bounces <laughs> off of him and like right back to her and it sounds so ridiculous if you were to try to describe it. Or looked kind of ridiculous even as you were watching it, but it played so smooth that by the time she caught it and was just standing there, you're just like, ooh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. awesome. You know? Yeah, man. <laughs> um, Ewan McGregor was wonderful. 
wonderful. So good. So good. Uh, it was cool seeing Black Mask, yeah, first of yeah. all, as a villain in the movie. That's, that's one of those, like, I don't know what the Black Mask is supposed to be like. So right. I don't know if he was a good Black Mask at all, or, or not. Right. But he was awesome in this movie. He was so good <laughs> in this movie. Yeah, man. I mean, I, I've always been a big fan of him anyway, but... Man, dude, like his character was just great. And he mm-hmm. was, he had that charming thing going on, but he had the little bit of the edge and he was a little crazy and he'd have his crazy like outbursts and breakdowns and he was, like bipolar. Yeah, yeah. And he was just so fun to watch. And then like Zaz was hanging out with him as his bodyguard. So we got like, it was neat that they threw in all these fun comic book stuff, yep. you know, good, good, good Gotham nods for everybody yep. there, which was really cool. Um, did you notice we, I'd pointed out to Jaren noticed it too in the, in the, uh, police department when she was going to break the kid out she pointed at that wanted poster and goes hey i know him it was captain boomerang was yeah. on the poster oh really did you know oh, yeah, 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 she was like hey i know him i thought that was really fun i love when they do little yeah, things oh yeah like for that. sure but uh well that's a nod back to suit because he because he, he was runs away as the end of suicide squad right? yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. He, yeah i don't remember him dying but. yeah i don't think he did he, he definitely didn't die i don't remember if he I thought I thought he escaped at the end, like when they when they were trying. I feel to, like that's right. I, I need yeah, to. So long yeah. Stuff, so yeah. I, yeah, I was gonna say I haven't anyway. watched Suicide Squad in a while, but uh, yeah. So Ewan McGregor was fantastic. It's, it's um, not good. It was. <laughs> um, I, I like I like that. I, I used to like review that movie well because I like I enjoy looking at that movie. Suicide Squad. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it is not a good movie. <laughs> nope. So the Birds of Prey themselves were weren't in it a whole lot. Like we did get a little more Black Canary in this. Uh, Huntress yeah. was like kind of there, and then we didn't really get to see much of Huntress until the end. I thought the little joke they did with her was kind of fun. How like uh, everybody call. everybody kept calling her the crossbow killer, and she was <laughs> mad because she wanted to be called the Huntress. Yeah. I thought that was just that was silly, but I was okay with that. You know, I thought that was fun. But they basically treated this as an origin movie of That's sorts for Black say. Canary and Huntress because. I mean, like, essentially the movie ends with her saying something like that they're a team now and they call themselves the Birds of Prey. Yeah. yeah. So, like, and, and, and Huntress was wearing, like, her her mask thing at the end that she wears in the comics and stuff. So, it was, like, an origin story, which is why I feel like they should have just called this movie Harley yep. Quinn. Because it was absolutely a Harley yeah. movie more than it had anything oh, sure, to do with, sure, the, with them. Sure. But Which would have been fine. Sure. I don't think it would have changed the box office. No, I don't think so I, yeah. either. I don't That's think so That's why it's so either. silly when they yeah. do stuff like that. Yeah, like, yeah. Well, what, just, if, what if week two we call it Harley Quinn? Well, we'll make a hundred million easy. <laughs> wasn't uh, so? Wasn't the bird okay? So I'll I haven't read a lot of Birds of Prey. I know that there was an old series for Birds of Prey. Mm-hmm. Wasn't the Oracle involved with that? Yeah, wasn't she, that the, Barbara Gordon? The series was uh, Huntress. I almost wanted to say it was White Canary, but maybe it was Black Canary. Oh, it was Black Canary in the series, and then and then Oracle in in this in this series. But that was sure. one of those old like. CW or WB right. or whatever. I remember, what, yeah, UPN, yeah. whatever station it was at the time. Right. It was on there. It was only about a half a season, and Harley Quinn was actually the 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 big bad in that, sort really? of. Really? But she was Harleen Quinzel. I don't think she was ever actually Harley Quinn. She was but, just the doctor? Yeah, but she was like the doctor, and I think she was like the Huntress's uh, therapist. therapist or something <laughs> like that. But she was like controlling the, like, the bad stuff from, from behind. I don't remember the details. I just remember I watched the show. It's just been... 15, I just 20 remember years it or whatever it was. I never, yeah, I never watched it, and I thought it was really cool that she was the bad guy. It just never went anywhere because the show got canceled like ten episodes in. Right, right. I just, I, I just thought I remembered that Barbara Gordon had something to do yeah. with Birds of Prey. It was uh, so. Dina Meyer. Yeah. Okay. So I know that there's a Birds of Prey. Name, right? 
Yep. Okay. <laughs> yeah, good. See, say it with confidence. <laughs> well, I know that there's a Birds of Prey comic series. I've yeah. never read any of it, so I have. I really have very little knowledge of it. So if there's anything in this that, like the the fans of the comics think is wrong, obviously I don't know. I don't. I don't have any connection there with that. But I. I don't know. I really enjoyed what I watched. I just yeah. thought it was fun yeah, and wacky it. and like I don't know, kind of exactly what I would expect out of a movie about Harley Quinn. Yes. You know what I mean. Yep. It was like it was like the comic book movie. It was like the the crank of comic book movies. The crank oh, of comic wow, book was movies. it totally the crank of comic book movies? Yeah. Except for the end. Except for the end. <laughs> well, and really, <laughs> what you, really what you guys were saying too about All Deadpool movie, is a perfect analogy. Honestly, <laughs> like it's it's DC's Deadpool yeah. movie, and I mean honestly, Harley kind of ranks up there as a Deadpool style character anyway. Yeah, she's exactly. like she's the big popular anti hero character that everybody loves, and that's exactly what Deadpool is. And like you said, I mean they pulled they did the same kind of movie, but it's. It doesn't feel like a knockoff or a cheap imitation. Yeah, yeah. It feels like a really well done movie in the same kind yeah. of style, the same vein. Say, if you do it well, that's fine. So, yeah. like in this case, when I say like, "Man, the movie really wanted to be Deadpool," I don't mean that as an insult by any means. Sure. Whereas with Suicide Squad, when I say, "Man, the movie really wanted to be Guardians of the Galaxy," I do mean it as an insult <laughs> because they sucked at it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And there you go. <laughs> I like. I liked. I liked this movie better than any of the Deadpool movies. Yeah. Did you? You yeah, liked it better like than it, Deadpool's? It, it's for hard sure. for me to rank something walking out of it, but I mean, it's definitely top four for yeah. DC movies for me, at least, because there's only been four that I've liked. Uh, I can almost guarantee you it's probably top two, but time will tell on that one when I let yeah. it settle in for a little while. Same route there. I don't think I liked it as much as the Deadpool movies, but also... You know, I I really enjoyed the Deadpool movies. I didn't get into them quite as much as like yeah. the general viewing public right. did to that level. So, you know, a couple more viewings and six months go by, I might be right there with you. Yeah, I I, uh, I definitely liked it better. I, and I, I've never been a huge fan of the Deadpool. They're fine. I like the Deadpool's just yeah. fine. But I've never I've I'm definitely not on like the level the general public seems to be sure. with those movies. Um, and I liked this a lot better. I, I have a hard time wanting to say that I liked it better than Wonder Woman, which is my favorite DC movie yeah. right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I and I, I have a hard time saying that I don't like it better than Aquaman, which is my number two. Okay. So like, I'm pretty sure this is my second See. favorite DC movie. And that I, I'm <clears throat> real similar. With that, yeah, I'm pretty positive I do like it more than Aquaman, which was my three. Mm-hmm. Um, I would, I would be willing to assume I probably liked it more than Shazam, which yeah. I liked a lot more than you. I know, yeah. as it went, Wonder Woman's the one I'm stumbling on too. If Wonder Woman didn't end with a giant CG monster <laughs> fight, had a good I would act. be very confident in saying that that Wonder Woman would retain yeah. my top spot. Yeah. yeah. Given how that went down, though, yeah. I wouldn't be terribly surprised if I did end up deciding I like this one the best For after sure. a little while. For sure. Wonder Woman eighty four looks awesome. Great. Yeah. Yeah. Like they showed that trailer again tonight, and I've seen yeah. it before, but still, like it gets me real excited yeah. when I watch that trailer. Well, I man, so. can you imagine if this movie doesn't end in a giant CG monster fight? <laughs> It'll be unstoppable. Uh, you know, if she just um, fights Pedro Pascal <laughs> instead of a tornado or God knows what. 
I mean, <laughs> or, I mean, or Cheetah. I, what, what's uh, her name? We, 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 see, we see her lassoing from lightning bolt to lightning bolt, and in that big CGI armor with wings. We're definitely getting the big Wonder Woman yeah, CGI fight. Yeah, you right. <laughs> yeah, you right. I, I just, for, me, for me, I just hope it's integrated a little better. Like I, I just feel like the first Wonder Woman, ha- there's such like a stopping point. Yeah. Where like, well, like the like movie this, ends, this movie, and then there's 20 minutes of a CG exactly. monster fight. Yeah. yeah, you know for sure. And so like, if it integrates it well, because that was the thing with that I with uh, Aquaman, I felt like it integrated. Like by the time we got to the big CG movie fight, yeah, it was fair. like you know, yeah, that's totally fair. It just integrated well and just ran straight yep. into it. So yep. And at least like, like with Aquaman's, it was more of like. Uh, like he wasn't fighting a giant CG monster or a giant CG tornado or whatever. Like he was fighting another guy. They both just happened to be doing it in the middle of a giant CD, yeah. CG tornado or whatever. So uh, it played, dude, it played he sh- okay. He showed up riding Godzilla, man. Like yeah. that's, that's yeah, but he wasn't fighting Godzilla. Okay, fair call. Fair call. So I say they were definitely in the middle of yeah. this thing. I didn't want to see them in the middle of, but at least there was the core battle still. It's fair. It's fair. Awesome. All right. Yeah. Is that where we're ending off with that then? Yep. Birds of, cool. birds of, Harley Quinn, Birds of Prey. Huge recommend. Yeah, I would definitely check it yeah. out. I don't know. Like, honestly, I've seen a lot of positive buzz <clears throat> on it from the people who have seen it. Yeah. But at the same time, I was seeing all those reports about, ah, oh, it's bombing at the box office. And I was like, oh, I guess this is just yeah. going to be one of those See, movies. And I, and I, like, I heard almost all negative stuff. Did but, you? But, it, okay. I mean, I was avoiding any specifics. So maybe it was just a combination of bad box office and people making fun of it. Maybe it wasn't like direct reviews. I've only talked to a couple of people who actually, like I know for sure, saw it and gave me their flat-out opinion. Yep. And I'd say two out of three liked it, yeah. I think it was. So maybe maybe the buzz is better than I realized it was going in because I just kind of run under assumption sometimes. Yeah. You know, when something tanks and I had you know, uh, legitimate fears about it anyway. And then a few people start making fun of it. <laughs> that line between they may or may not have actually seen it, they're just making fun of the performance, and yeah. they all hated it starts to get really thin. Right, so right. I'm hoping it's the, uh, the you know, that people do like it. Me too. Me too. I, I, I really do think it's going to get a second wind, honestly. For sure, for so. sure. Very cool. All right. Well, before we end off the show today, we actually do have a few questions that we're going to bring up here from the Facebook page, which you guys can check out uh, just by heading over to Facebook.com and doing a search for Geek Easy Podcast. So if you haven't already, please follow us there. And that way you guys can interact with us and ask questions for future episodes. Now, unfortunately, some of the questions we have, I don't think we have really good answers for because they're kind of like. I'll Have make you challenge seen, accepted. I'll make yeah, so we've we've had a few people ask, like three different people have asked for our thoughts on the TMNT versus Batman direct-to-video animated series or animated movie. Yep. I bought it and haven't watched it yet. So, <laughs> and I don't think you guys have watched it either yet, have you? No. We need to watch it. But if you want my opinion, okay, what's your it's opinion, John? Better than Batman versus Superman. <laughs> <laughs> I bet anything it is. <laughs> I mean, there's no t- so I, I really liked the toys because uh, I got all the toys from it, and I, I reviewed all the toys, and they were very good. And I kept meaning to watch it because I've heard nothing but positive things. I bought it on Blu-ray. Just haven't watched it yet, well, so we need to watch let's it. Let's make it a thing for next. next we should. Episode. We should make it a thing for we'll the make next it a topic. episode. We'll all it's make a lot it. of pressure. 
Well, I'll make sure to watch it. <laughs> we got two weeks, John. We got to watch this movie, okay? <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, and then somebody else asked our thoughts on Picard's first episode, and I have not yeah, watched Picard yet. It's going to be a while yet. before I get to that. I'm not giving CBS money. Um, well, you, can watch, so, you can watch the first episode for free. Episode though. one's on YouTube. Oh, can I watch and, all the other episodes after that? Nope. <laughs> I'm not doing it. <laughs> and then. that's the thing. Yeah. Um, so I haven't gone to watch it yet just because yep. I, I want to watch all of it. And I'm exactly, I'm in yeah. the same boat. I don't want to get CBS all access. I'm not willing and ready to buy another streaming service yet. So unfortunately, I might be kind of a late comer to the show because yeah. I'm probably gonna have to wait till they release it on on yeah. video or my, something. Uh, my uh, unfortunately, my dad's birthday isn't until December. Yeah, which is also when Christmas is. But he will want this uh, DVD set for one of those. Yeah. <laughs> when I buy that for him, I'll try to watch it with him. <laughs> yeah, so we'll see. Maybe we'll get a chance to see it before then. But I, I really am interested in that show for sure. I really, really am. I just. I don't know. I don't want to pay for another service right now. I just don't. So that really kind of leaves us with this one last question that oh, we can good. probably provide an answer to. Um, actually, well, hold on. We'll ask. Okay. There's a couple more here. Okay. So Ben asks, and these are both very specific types of like uh, casting type okay. questions. So Ben says, if DC were to do a movie about Jason Todd doing the whole Red Hood story, do we have any actors in mind that we'd want to play Jason Todd? Ooh, uh, uh, Zach Efron. No, Zach Efron. (laughs) This is this is this is our opportunity to to book somebody who's going to be beaten to death with a crowbar. Oh man! Um, but then come back and be awesome because he has to come back as Red Hood. No, no, no. Okay. Let us focus on this, Dan. Sure. Because because (laughs) no because because we can cast we can cast the young one. To get beaten to death as Robin, and then, and then Zac can... Efron can come back as yeah. Red Hood. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> okay. All right. He's yeah, older. Yeah. He's yeah. back yeah, there from you the go. dead. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Most of the people I want to see take that beating aren't, aren't like actors. They're Just, people I know. Yeah. Justin. Justin Bieber. <laughs> Justin <laughs> Bieber Todd was like a little blonde kid, right? Wasn't he the little blonde? No, he wasn't blonde. He wasn't blonde, no? but he was uh, the he was the younger Robin. Okay. Yeah. yeah so Justin Bieber and <laughs> Justin Bieber. Just. He's only in, he's only in the he's, movie he's, for the scene where yeah, Joker beats him young, with the crowbar. He's the young Robin. It's in the flashback at the very beginning, and hopefully, <sighs> hopefully, you know, Red Hood will have like some, uh, you know, PTSD type yeah. stuff. So like, like we'll see that scene over and over throughout the movie. <laughs> <laughs> didn't they? Uh, didn't they tease that that happened in the? In the DC movie universe, with um, yeah, sort of like the, like because mm-hmm. they, they've got like uh, the Robin suit with maybe bullet holes or something in it, or maybe there's just like a note or something. But there's yeah. like a Robin suit there, well, in the Bat Cave, and there's no Robin. Yeah, so. it's, well, it's got like uh, Joker marks all over it or yeah, something, something right? like that. Because yeah. one of the I remember one of the theories was was that Jared Leto was going to be Jason Todd as as the Joker. Joker. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that'd be a weird twist. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, I feel like, like I. I, I, I hate to say it because I also definitely would have hated that and I would have made fun of it too. But I almost feel like, man, at least that would have been effort. Yeah. You know? <laughs> at least that would have been them trying something new. Yeah. Well, it would have explained why he was so different because there was like a real Joker out exactly. there. Yeah. Who was, yeah. You know, and he was. Uh... It's like a copycat Joker. Right. Oh, yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. Rather okay. than like, how do we try something new? I don't know. Just tattoo his face or something. It'll work. <laughs> yeah. It'll be great. 
Well, ben, that's one of the things I love because Joaquin Phoenix won uh, Best Actor for playing Joker. Yeah. At the Oscars this year. Yeah. And so people keep pointing out that uh, uh, the guy who played the Joker before Jared Leto won an Oscar for the role. And the guy who played the Joker after Jared Leto won an Oscar for the role. <laughs> wow! And Jared Leto's just sitting there in the middle with no one caring. Oh, man. <laughs> Harsh. The Joker has won two Oscars. Yeah. Two different actors have won Oscars for being the Joker. That's crazy. All right. Ben also wants to know yep. if they were to do a Casey Jones standalone TMNT movie. Yep. Who would we want to play Casey Jones? Elias Cotis. Yep, I'm in. <laughs> Is he still good for that? Because uh, he's he's Casey Jones. In my he's book. not doing anything else. I'm sure. <sighs> yeah, man, that's that's it's tough. Like it's crazy because you know when I think of Casey so, Jones, that's who I think yeah. of. So I wanted for sure, right? You know, and and this was something I wanted to mention about <clears throat> um, the Sonic movie, and and kind of forgot uh, when you were talking about. You know, Spencer wanting other Sonic characters in it. Yeah, I remember going to see the the Turtles movie, the '90s Turtles movie, and just like you know, thinking like, oh, I wonder if so and so is good because I had a whole toy line right of characters and yep. a whole cartoon full of characters. Yeah, Bebop and Rocksteady weren't even in that movie, right? I remember but that Casey being Jones a thing. Was, Casey Jones was, and I was, was super excited when Casey when Casey Jones showed up. That was like the the whipped cream on the Sunday for me. Sure, and I was like, that's awesome. Yeah, um, and now definitely Elias Coteus is my Casey Jones. Yep. I remember in the cartoon he had like a weird. Uh, Dirty Harry thing yes, going sure. on. He was kind of a crazy nut job yeah. in that cartoon, yeah. too. Yeah, they portrayed him way different. Yeah. Um, he wore that weird little belly shirt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, he looked like the toy yeah, in, the, yeah. in the cartoon. Yeah, yeah. Um, the Nintendo, or the N- Nintendo, the Nickelodeon cartoon. The more recent one? Yep. Was was like that kid. With, they de-aged him the same way they did April. Yeah, because they wanted him to like be the same age. Teeth. Yeah, like so. I was so. Well, what I'm coming to is like I, I'm trying to think of a kid who could, or somebody who could play that character. I liked that version of Casey Jones too. That was a good version of Casey uh-huh. Jones. I thought it was, and he he developed a lot. You know, yeah. like that was one thing that the 2012 series did real good too. Like they always like introduced their variations of these characters, and then had them develop into characters that we knew. Right. And they mm-hmm. did that with Casey. Cause even yeah. by the last season, he was wearing the more standard Casey Jones mask mm-hmm. that we knew. And yeah. you know what I mean? Like it was cool. It was real yeah. fun to watch the development. Well, but wasn't uh, Chris Evans, Casey Jones. He was in, in the Sarah PMT? Michelle yeah. Geller yeah. when she was, yeah. Chris Evans was, was it Chris Evans? Yeah, yeah, that was okay. Casey. Yep. yep. So Captain America could be Casey Jones. I was gonna <laughs> say. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking it was like Freddie Prince Jr. Or was it? No, hold on. Let's look. Let's look. Freddie Prince Because I thought it was like the combo of them. I don't think it was. I remember. I Man, I feel like it was Chris Evans. Yeah. Well, your co-host will figure it yeah, out. Yeah, I'm going to figure it out. <laughs> Could have been. Like, like when you say I thought it was Freddie Prince Jr., I'm like, yeah, that sounds right. Except that You guys remember Patrick Stewart was in that movie? Yeah. Oh, he was, yeah, he yeah, was yeah. the bad guy. Yep. Mm-hmm. It, was Chris, it was, was Chris Evans. Okay. It was Chris Evans. Yep. But Chris Evans did play Zach Siler, Zach Weiler. <laughs> oh, hey. Kevin Smith was diner cook. I didn't even know that. 
<laughs> oh yeah, Karai was in that movie. She yeah. was kind of like because Shredder movie is wasn't, so good, man. but Karai was leading movie, the foot. That, that movie is so underrated; it's yeah, ridiculous. It's yeah, it is. And it did that. It did that thing that like that I love, where it was like, uh, well, there was three uh, live action Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movies. We definitely want to ignore the third one. We kind of <laughs> want to ignore two. So. We'll just set this where it's definitely after one, and the rest is sort of hazy. Yeah, but 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 they had to have existed because they do that thing at the end where there's the trophy wall in the sewer home, mm-hmm. and the the time travel scepter from Turtles Three is on the trophy. Oh, that's wall. right, that's right. Yeah, yeah. And so is the TCRI broken yeah. canister. Like they totally did that thing where they they made it where all the movies had happened. Uh, I th- right? I think I think I mean they did at the time. I think if you go back and watch, I think TMNT fits as a after story to the Nintendo or the Nickelodeon. I don't know why I keep calling it Nintendo. The Nick series, the, like the, the 2012 yeah, series. The 2012 Nick it series. does kind of fit it that fits, way. It fits honestly. really well with that. And Shredder's like with, with gone. April, with Shredder and gone and Cry being around. And with April and uh, Casey being a thing. Being a thing. And like they're grown up now yep. and they're going to get married. And yep. Raphael went off to do his own thing. Leo went off to do his own thing. Raphael is Raphael's the, uh, the night the, the, stalker. The night ranger or something yeah, like the, that. Yeah. yeah, something like that. <laughs> Dude, it's such a good so, movie, dude. Yeah, so I'm glad good. we went down this rabbit hole. So everybody, um, go watch TMNT. It's on. Thanks Netflix. for the question, yeah. Ben. Yeah. How about, uh, okay, hold on. Now let's let's answer this question for a. I did. I know you did. <laughs> um, for a reboot, Casey Jones centric. Um, the problem how, is the person who I'm theoretically putting in that role of a younger Casey Jones is. Uh, is is an actor. I don't know their name at this point. You know what I mean? Like, uh, yeah. Um, what about uh, um, oh the guy from uh, Altered Carbon? It's his name. He was he oh was Joel Randall Flag, and he was in uh, Joel, RoboCop. Uh, yeah, Joel Kinnaman. Joel Kinnaman. Yeah. Uh, I, feel, I feel like he's. I feel like he's like I think he's on the older edge of. He's older than the story I would envision for this movie. Yeah. However. I really like him for a version of that character. He <clears throat> he seems to come off to me as he fits well in that he's kind of got a man. He's a, great. A scrubbish. <laughs> he is great. Yeah, you know. I, I don't know. He comes off back alley to me. You know. Yeah. Even, even even like when he was playing. And I said Randall Flagg a minute ago, but that's totally the... That's the guy from The Stand. That's, yeah, that's yeah. the Stephen King villain. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the guy he... you're talking about from Suicide Squad sounds like that. I just yeah. can't remember what his name is. Yeah, Rick, uh, is it Rick Flagg? Rick Flagg, yeah. I think so. It's definitely a flag. Yeah. Um, but, you know, he just he just seems kind of back alley and not like... Not not Captain America, you yeah. know? So, like, yeah. for him to put throw on a hockey mask and go beat somebody to death with a hockey stick, yep. I yep. think he'd be... Good for that role. Yeah, he's the the dark side of the yeah of the of that he, character. You know, and he's yeah. got that kind of like accent to where he's not like you know you're just kind of like he sounds like a, a kind of normal man. Yeah. He's got that kind of common man thing going on. So yeah. I could totally see him. It, you keep saying he's not Captain America, and that's really making me want this guy as U.S. agent. <laughs> He'd be awesome, is that? Yeah. I think we're getting that in the Netflix. Uh, I think, I, like, I've seen rumblings that there would be Twitter, one, but Winter I don't Soldier have. Yeah, Falcon, I, don't, I think we're yeah. going to get U.S. agent in that. Well, yeah. I hope it's Joel Kinnaman. Me too. 
Maybe. He's not doing anything else. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The last question we've got comes from Anthony, and he says, if you guys could create your own arcade one-up cabinets, what games would you include? You guys have anything for this? Hi. Giving myself a second to talk okay. myself out. Well, I know, I know what I want to yeah. see. Okay. I know what I want to see. I would love to see the Alien versus Predator beat 'em up game, the yeah. Capcom beat 'em up game, brought home in that. Like that's one of the ones. Like that's at the Galloping Ghost. Uh-huh. It's an awesome game. Say, I don't even it's, know if I know what you're talking about. Oh, next time we go to the Galloping Ghost, we yeah. need to play it because it's a, it's a side scroller beat 'em up, and you can choose between two human characters one of them is actually um schwarzenegger's character but he doesn't look anything like schwarzenegger and he's got a big robot arm for some reason um and two predators and so like and then you're fighting aliens all the way through it's a super awesome beat-em-up game it's never been released outside of like an actual arcade before so this would be one of those games where like this would be a good way to actually release it so that people can play it um, and there's been a ton of great Capcom beat up games. And so usually these cabinets have sort of a theme of some sort. So like put something like alien versus predator on there. And if you had to do like other alien or predator games, that'd be cool. Or we can do other Capcom beat ups because there's other ones I like a lot. Like, um, magic sword is one of my favorite side scroller beat ups from Capcom Knights of the round, throw a bunch of those on there. I'd be all in on like a Capcom side scroller yep. beat 'em up cabinet, but Alien versus Predator would be like my choice. Like that's what I really want to see right now. See, that's that's kind of the same direction I was going cuz I was going to say like Double Dragon, Final Fight, Bad Dudes all oh, in the cabinet. So Bad Dudes, I have Bad Dudes. <laughs> it's on the um, Burger Time cabinet that just came out. Bad Dudes is oh, okay. on there. Yeah, so I've got that one. <laughs> but uh, uh, well, then what? What isn't that? What's because uh, Daddy East Rumble did Bad River Dudes. City or what River was? City Ransom. River City yes. Ransom. Yeah. Did they have an arcade version of that one? I don't know. I um, feel like they I assume, did. Yeah, I assume there was an arcade version of pretty much everything. <laughs> <That's>, if they <laughs> thought a kid up. would shove a quarter pretty into it, then yes, it existed. Right. I mean, any yeah. of those side-scroller beat-em-ups are awesome. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, they, they were always kind of like one of the big draws for me personally or to NARC, go to the how arcade. About, how, about, how about NARC? NARC? Yeah, Dragon NARC. and Final, final, yeah, NARC. final Fight. I know that, that Simpsons game gets brought up a lot of something yep. people would like to see, that side-scrolling yep. yeah. beat-em-up yeah, Simpsons you, game. Because when you start talking about the cabinets, I start trying to think of like things that fit together sure. and jumble, so I start thinking about series when it goes right. So. Uh, one of my first thoughts is the old WrestleFest game. Oh, WrestleFest would be so good. Yeah, it would be tons of fun. They I don't know do... exactly what to put with it, though. So they could, I'm sure we... there's other... They should do WrestleFest and Royal Rumble because those were two different games, yeah. but they're the same style game, and those would be perfect to put into yep. a machine together. That'd be a fun one right there. Um, I also thought of uh, the old uh, Tron games. Oh, Tron you is know, a good like idea, too. Tron Discs plus of Tron the, plus the, the one that had like the different, like you run up that, yeah. you know. You I can't believe they there. haven't done that one yet. Yeah, to be perfectly be honest. It, and that'd be one that'd be real hard not to buy. If it's it, if so it hard, out. especially if they make yeah. the, that controller stick look mm-hmm. like if they can find a way to light up the controller stick yep. the way that the one in the arcade does, yep. it, game over, yep. man. I yep. want yep. it. Yep. <laughs> I want it, yeah. you know? And then, and then my personal number one, and I'm probably, like, I think I'm in the minority on this probably, but uh, I, if it were me to completely choosing it from the get-go, it would probably be uh, Dragon's Lair 1 and 2. And Those maybe throw Space Ace in space there if you want. Yeah. Might as well. That's yeah, what they, exactly. Yeah. Because yeah. I really enjoyed those games. And I've played those games in home formats a lot. And, like... 
they're you know they're fun and they're easy and you get through it and you kind of get to watch all the animation and it's neat but it's never anything like when you're playing it at a cabin sure like that's sure. where the magic of those games is for me i bought that so. collection because they released that on switch mm-hmm. well i think they did it through limited run games i think you can download the digital one if you want but i actually bought the physical cart but that's what it is it's dragon's lair one two and space ace in a collection yeah. on switch nice and i bought it basically because i was like i kind of want a good version of these where i can just go through and watch the animation. Yeah. And they've actually got a couple different modes on there where they've got like assisted mode. So it helps you like know when to push the buttons the right time so you can get through it easier. Cause that is, that is really hard yeah, to hard like games. figure out. Cause it's all, it's just yeah. like, you just have to know to push which direction at what time. And then it's a timing thing. And if, if you don't do it exactly at the right time, that's it. Yeah. It's over. Well, that's what, cause they had those, the, at least dragon's layer one at the galloping ghost also. But yeah. I think the controls were a bit off on it because I kept, I started to play it and I kept screwing up and then I got my timing down after a little bit, but it was one of those where I got my timing down with three of the directions, but I never got it down with left. And it started making me think, maybe it's not my timing. Maybe yeah, it's not maybe just it's working just not that well. Working and, you know, but yeah. but I was really excited and then I couldn't get get it. So if I if I could have it at home, you know. That'd be maybe. cool. What if they what if they went the other route, didn't do like something with joysticks? What if they did some shooters? Like, yeah, uh, more shooters would be cool. Oh, yeah, with the and, guns! Uh, yep. Yeah, yeah. Oh. time co- or time crisis? Time, time crisis? crisis. Yeah, that uh, Man, that'd be that, cool. that Aerosmith shooter. Oh my gosh, the Aerosmith <laughs> <So> shooter. <bad. laughs> Lethal Enforcers would be awesome. Lethal Enforcers yeah. would there be were two, awesome. There were two of those at least, There's right? At least, One yeah. and two. There's, two There's at least three time crises. Yeah. And those have the recoil on the gun. Oh, so and the cooler. pedal. And the, the pedal. pedal, yeah. Man, that'd be... I don't know. It's <laughs> dangerous, these arcade one-ups, because mm-hmm. like I love them, and I don't know. I mean, like I don't know how you collect. How, where am I going to keep putting those things? Right. You know what I mean? So you've already got a bunch I've of them. I've got three yeah, of them so now, and I don't know. Like, but I love them, and I honestly play them all the time. Yeah. So it's it's really cool having them there. I've got a good variety right now. Um, and, they, yeah, they, it's funny the way they they batch them together. It's usually by like a genre of the game, or sometimes it's just by company, because... You know, like I've got the Ninja Turtles one, which is just the two Ninja Turtles games, which makes sense. Right. But the Daddy East one I just got is Burger Time and um, Karate Champ and Bad Dudes yeah. and Caveman Ninja, which are four very different games, yep. like genre-wise, but they're all made by the same publisher. So it's just a Daddy East cabinet, basically. Yeah. Um, and it's awesome. <laughs> you know, like the Bad Dudes is super fun. And uh, Caveman Ninja is another beat 'em up game that's a lot of fun. So I don't know. I like it. I'm glad that they're doing them. Um, I actually have an appointment with them at Toy Fair next weekend. Oh, nice! So I'm real excited to see what what they've got. They'll probably yeah. be revealing some new stuff at Toy Fair, so that'll be pretty cool. So well, I'll make the proclamation right now. If it's one of the three I just suggested, I'll buy it. <laughs> okay. Well, there you go. <laughs> cool. uh, I won't buy any of them. You won't buy. <laughs> Jaren will come over and play them. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'll, 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 buy, buy, yeah. I'll buy one and keep it a dance. I was, I was about to say the one I buy, I may I'm, leave here. I, but, yeah, but. you know, I'm okay with that. That's <laughs> yeah, yeah, I bet you. Huh? Yeah. All, all of a sudden, Danny's like, "I'll find room." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Christina's like, "We're just gonna turn my whole family room into an arcade over there." Well, that, well, that's the thing, right? If you want to, if you want to buy it, Christina yeah. can be like, "Hold on, we." Yeah. We don't need to spend that money. We don't have room. Where yeah. are we going to put it? But if I'm just like, hey, Danny, I got this for you. <laughs> she can't be like, no, we don't well, want your... Babe, I didn't pay anything <laughs> for it. And Jaren, <laughs> right. I don't want... Jaren doesn't have anywhere to put it. We got to keep it. Every once in a while, we'll just road trip to the Galloping Dance. <laughs> the Galloping Dance. <laughs> 
I gotta get some neon lighting and put it around like the, the walls over there and everything. Get some like, dim lights. I, really, in there. I, I like, I, I like I, Aladdin's I, castle better. Aladdin's oh. castle. That's, that's nice. Yeah, that's good. That's, that's nice. Good. <laughs> I was about to say I like going over to Dan's more before he charged me twenty dollars to get in. <laughs> <laughs> Hmm. All right, we're on to something. I like this. Um, all right. Hey, so yeah, that's a good plug, too. Like, I'm heading out to New York City in a week here, and I'm going to be covering my 10th Toy Fair, 10th New York Toy Fair, which is crazy. That's my 10th year there. Um, so my channel is going to be filled with all kinds of coverage of all the new stuff coming out for 2020 from all the toy companies. So if you guys aren't already planning to check that out, please consider it <laughs> head on over to my youtube channel and hit subscribe and while you're at it make sure you're following the geek easy podcast everywhere we have a youtube channel just do a search for geek easy podcast and then hit that subscribe button that way you'll get notifications every time we upload a new episode and you'll get the video format there if you guys prefer the audio format you can find us on any of your preferred podcasting platforms such as itunes and stitcher and google play and spotify and podbean and all that stuff so Find us, follow us, leave us a review and a rating, and help spread the word. We have new episodes every other Wednesday. Anything else you guys would like to add? Nope. Nope. Go see Birds of Prey. Yeah. Yeah. And if you want Sonic. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, why not? Go see them both. Sonic, and then, Sonic already did fine. We're gonna. Uh, <laughs> oh, we gotta push. Gonna we gotta to push endure. Birds of yeah, Prey. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, I want a it. sequel to Birds of Prey. <laughs> We're already gonna have to endure a sequel to Sonic. So <laughs> let's let's get Birds of Prey up there before more before tales. they try to close the door on that one. <laughs> awesome. All right, guys. Well, until next time. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you then. The Geek Easy Podcast is a production of PixelDan.com. Musical tracks used in the intro and outro are used with full permission of the respective owners or creators. Intro and outro narrations are provided by me, Brian T. Stevenson. PixelDan.com's The Geek Easy Podcast is provided for entertainment purposes only. The views expressed are those solely of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily represent those of PixelDan.com or any other party. Be sure to join us next time for another installment of the Geek Easy Podcast.